What in God's name's going on in here? What was that ruckus? I know here ruckus. I was just in my office. I heard a ruckus. Disrespect your surroundings! <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is Casualette. I'm Jason. Dunk Master Dirk. And with us... Hi, I'm Sean. Yeah! <laughs> and I'm Wade. What? Yep, the uh, AI voices we made up for them. <laughs> oh, that would... Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Why did we... Yeah, that would have been... A, <laughs> I'm sure you'll find previous recordings to y'all and just feed it into a machine and it'll be good. <laughs> That's not a terrible idea. I'm no, just kidding. We would never do that to you. Mm-hmm. Or would we? I saw... I don't know if you even listened to any AI stuff at all. No. Like, Joe, there's a full-on Joe Rogan podcast on YouTube that's done by AI that is pretty dang close. It is kind of eerie. <laughs> that's strange. It is very. And I was like, he came out and he's mad about it, which he should be. And he's warning everybody, hey, you know, this is gonna make you say bad things that you don't believe in. What so. you mean the uh, president's playing Nintendo Switch games is not real? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But no, that stuff's really creepy. We got, we'll get in the habit on here of doing the AI artwork. Mm-hmm. I don't know if have you even messed with any of that. Mm-hmm. It is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> look, guys, I made a ninja with a stabbing a turtle or something. Just wee. Just don't look at the fingers. <laughs> right? Just going crazy on it. Yeah. It's interesting. Wonder uh, how long it'll be till AI takes over brewing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, first AI open brewery. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is an interesting topic for this podcast. Here. Yeah. That's why we brought you on here. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, also, wait, Dirk did not know that you worked in IT. I actually yep. told him that the other day. Yeah, like, that's pretty yeah. good. It's like you have a background in that stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I look at anything software-wise and just kill me. No. <laughs> no, thank you. Not I. Let's see here. Yep. No, uh... Yeah, we got boys on from Division, which has been... Man, we've been planning this for, I don't even know how long. I mean, every time it's been something that's coming up, like I had to cancel the last time. And even today, I was bloody late because of work meeting and just life kept trying to find a way to make this not happen. But woohoo. <laughs> but at the same point, life finds a way. Yes. <laughs> that's what uh, Jeff Goldblum told me. Life finds a way to kill our hopes and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm trying to think like, so it's, we just had your seven year, right? Was it seven? I'm not off. Seven. We're halfway to eight years. Half- yeah. <laughs> is insane like just thinking about the whole like we were talking about earlier Wade they were on our one of our first podcasts as a typical DFW podcast <laughs> way back when we met Wade at his house yeah. which, atypical mm-hmm. or atypical it was well atypical, atypical. Uh, <laughs> it was a play not so <laughs> typical sir it was the first sticker we ever put on our walk-in cooler so proud of that oh no kidding some, somebody put the sticker over it it is. Sorry about that. I think there's Beerberg. I don't know. I know what Beerberg is. I've I haven't. I've driven by it when I went to Jester King. But yeah, hmm. someone stuck Beerberg right over the top of you. Sorry. Is it a? Is that like a bottle shop or something? Or Beerberg, I believe, is a brewery that oh. would, like saw the success at Jester King. It looked like and like, hey, we can do. S- <laughs> we can have some badass place and put a bunch of shit out there, and <laughs> people will come. And I don't think it's happening. But no. you mm-hmm. know, open fermentation. No. <laughs> that's all we Doubtful. <laughs> who knows? Every time we think of Jester King, that's all we Sorry, like, Beerberg. Open fermentation. Just leave it open. <laughs> Is that y'all's original walk-in cooler? Yeah. Yep. Wow. No, yeah, because 
I said it. That was the first sticker on there. I don't know how y'all got that lucky because every person I've had who's known to open a brewery, they're walking cool. It's just constant dying, failing, running out of cool and just it's a nightmare. So. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's a maintenance for sure. But. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I actually got disappointed because when we went to Florida, I was didn't take any of your stickers. I was like, why did I think of this? Ah. I was very upset. I went to two or three different breweries and was like, I would love to just been like, bam. This is what's good, right? We here. love when customers do that. It's yeah. awesome. It's they'll send us pictures. You know, we're in Iceland. It's it's fun. You know, I do like the cans. Uh, Mark Mark takes a lot of pictures of cans everywhere, and I'm like, hey, that's so cool. He's on the beach or whatever. Oh Division. yeah, pop. <laughs> I do love that. But no, it's so eight years. There's so much like so many stuff we can talk about. I'm trying to be careful. <laughs> let's talk about. Should we be careful? Let's talk about legal draft. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. Just kidding. But no, I was thinking, like, trying to, th- you know, because you guys have been through a lot. Yeah, survive COVID, five different breweries open up and closing in the area, but still I mean, kings. Wade and I were checking out our uh, tote over here with all the stickers and all the rest in peace breweries that are on there. It's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 30% of the stickers on your your tub are, you know, gone. gone. That's yeah. uh, And that's insane. And, like, I would say at least 90% of those we actually went there. We went to the bearded deal and, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were opening, and I think they probably opened with the same gleam in their eye. Was it's it was a very exciting time in Texas for having craft beer emerge and all these brands emerge, and, and in a way that you know it wasn't just like a brew pub; it was a brewery. You know, and you know we had those ex, you know those. I don't know aspirations you know when we first mm-hmm. opened that you know you know we didn't want to be a brew pub we wanted to be a brewery we want to have that experience but we were so small that so it's kind of like the mini experience which i think still works but um yeah i think it's it's waned a little bit mm-hmm. you know the 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 surge there's not as much um you know it's not covered in the media as much we used to get so much free advertising you know the Dallas Observer, not just us, but I think in, in general, right. craft beer got a lot of attention from everybody. And, you know, we kind of got kicked out by barbecue. Barbecue kind of come the next hot yeah. thing. And, you know, I don't know what the next hot thing is, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's all cool. We're yeah. still here and, Kicking. you know. Because I remember, like, when uh, I was first getting into the whole craft brewing scene, uh, every time, like, a new brewery opened up, I'll be, first off, searching every single day, like, where's a new place? And to find some obscure link wasn't like collated on uh uh north texas wherever the dfw beer website is um but yeah i was like i go messing like oh hey like when you open and i just you know but now it's it kind of peaked sort of meddled and i think uh COVID had a lot to do with some of them just that was just hard for everyone so man those that stuck around us it really hats off <laughs> absolutely um COVID was tough mm-hmm. you had to kind of sink or swim at that point yeah i think which everyone got real lucky with the whole uh tabc change and we're gonna finally get beer to go i wouldn't imagine how like the business models have been for a lot of breweries otherwise just insane yeah it, it definitely saved us you know if we couldn't have the tap room open you know our only you know lifeline was selling beer to go mm-hmm. and at that point you know we we made the big pivot we really weren't we were packaging beer kind of in the crowler style and doing some hand labeling mm-hmm. but it kind of focused uh, us on actual labels and you know artwork and kind of coming up with you know some kind of uh, branding that you know would encompass all the art ideas but still have a simple <laughs> information strip 
and so that's kind of what we've done and stayed with it but you know i don't know how many labels we've done since covid yeah. or we're probably in the hundreds now yeah. but um it's it's cool and that was uh it's it's helped us although it's still all sells here it's just another mm. you know i think way people that have identified with us and you know or become even you know bigger fans because they're they like the the branding they like yeah. the artwork they like the the different places we'll try to take them yeah, because when COVID first out broke, like March ish of 2020, were y'all printing a canner? Did y'all even have a like a 16 ounce canner then? We had a 16 ounce canner. We've always, you know, done our um, crawlers in 16 ounce, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just a single one. And and we actually the one we had was, oh. I mean, we had kind of used it up, mm-hmm. and so by the time COVID hit, it was on the fritz. So we had to quickly like buy a new crawler machine, which we did. But then again, with within I don't know a couple of months, we were like, "Gosh, we got to get a canning line, man!" And we got to, you know, so all these other things started popping up that we need to do, and we were able to again because our tap room wasn't open, we just were able to focus on those and kind of make those those changes. We were fortunate to you know have some cash reserves to take care of Mm -hmm. that without much of a struggle. I'm trying to remember. I, I was when the can club first started. They were having to hand fill all those with that crawler. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And we're, we're coming COVID in. Came around. I mean, it, it, was, it was terrible. It wasn't an easy transition. I mean, like we had to fight through COVID, and it was a team of people that like committed themselves to really making that work out. So we were filling. I mean, we went from filling kegs and cleaning kegs, you know, two to three days a week to filling cans. Mm-hmm. two to three days a week and at that point it was a very laborious job i mean we would have two three sometimes four bodies doing the work for two to three days you know just to wow. kind of scratch through covid you know mm-hmm. it, i mean because it was overnight i mean we we all had to go through it in our own way but you know that was our mentality here is we're gonna go and we're gonna like whatever we have to do whatever sacrifices we have to make we're gonna figure out a way through this you know and it wasn't just us it was our team you know yeah. like that was amazing because we basically retained almost all of our employees through covid um and they're also part of our team and they all like were committed to seeing us get through that time right um so i mean we didn't do it on our own for sure yeah, absolutely uh, but it was it was also a commitment that as collectively as a group everyone was we're gonna do this mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way through this whatever has to be done if we gotta write labels and hand fill cans <laughs> for <laughs> 24 hours a week we're gonna do yeah. that you know and it was it was impressive you That's, know? yeah i'm laughing because of how cr- how crazy it, how hard it was and how crazy i remember chris morgan and i was coming there and i'm like oh man i didn't want to make them have to do it <laughs> <laughs> so they're having to fill them all up seal them as fast as they could he's rolling it on the labels they were busting their tails though getting four cans done about it felt like two or three minutes it was yeah. crazy how fast mm-hmm. they were, became experts at it but definitely like wade was saying it, it led to an evolution of the brewery that um we d- weren't necessarily like at that point ready to 100 percent jump into it um because we don't as most of you know we don't distribute we mm-hmm. you know sell all of our product on site here and that kind of forced our hand to move in a way that uh, now we're really thankful to be like it's fun to have like a whole other way to express our product besides just flavor like having artwork <laughs> and yeah. branding and it's like we get to share like a little bit 
broader story of the product that we make which is really fun you know and it it, it stretches us creatively in other ways too you know like not mm-hmm. just coming up with fun unique names but also like a vision of what the artwork might look like and and that's really fun you know like at the time it's hard to be like i don't feel comfortable with this you know like this mm-hmm. is hard but then like over the course of time like you see how it can stretch your imagination and also like improve you as a creator or a brewer you know where now like the beers whenever we write recipes they're no longer just like malts and hops and yeast it's mm-hmm. like a brand that we get to create and that's really fun you get a vision a story some mm-hmm. artwork yeah and then being able to share that with people is really cool and to have it in a, a, a you know a package that's i mean like that's great man i love it yeah. i love it nope that well said, sir. I was going to say, <laughs> uh, I think proud Uncle Morty is a good example of the total, <laughs> the total picture, man. I love it. Yep. I love it. I love that artwork. But yeah. I like, I like, I'd say probably 99% of those artwork. It's like awesome. And ta- so Tammy used to do it, but you said someone else is working with it now too? If, sorry. It's a collaborative effort. Okay. There's, mm-hmm. I would, I would say there's. Tammy still does at least five people. Yeah, at least probably four or five people. They don't touch every piece. Like we kind of sometimes it just one person could just rip it, you know, and be good with it. Um, Sometimes it's more efforts, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Like he was saying, it's 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 a whole nother way of just satisfying that need to create. Mm -hmm. And again, like he was, you know, finish the story, you Mm -hmm. know, that we may have started with the name, you know. And that was one thing I wanted to lean into, actually. I was going to discuss that. You two have been, Sean's brewing. You brought a cup, Chris, Chris Morgan, we, uh, they know Chris, he's been on here before. He brewed for a little while. Like, you know, most big breweries, like say a community or Pedicoles or whatever, they rotate. Brewers come, they go, you yep. never see them again. Roll they go the somewhere else. You guys haven't really had that problem, which is awesome. So what keeps that, what keeps that going? What, what keeps, <laughs> like... It's owners just, brewing yeah it's owners brewing and you just yeah. let, you just love it because well, why you, would you pay anybody to do what you love there you oh. go the see in that seven yeah. years that's yeah. awesome because <laughs> you don't you know i'm trying to I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there are some other places you're not going to walk in and see the owner brewing just gonna but there's not that much love going on but there's probably see, levels to it like we mm-hmm. might be like control freaks a little bit you know like mm-hmm. Just putting out, maybe I don't know <laughs> maybe someone might have said that but again i get out and I don't, I don't care if this is a hot sports opinion. I think people probably, but maybe <laughs> owners shouldn't open breweries unless they're brewers. Yeah, you know, uh, especially if they want to be a craft brewery. That yep. just seems like not mm-hmm. the right plan. You need so to I'm have a. You know, anyway. well, what's a, I had the the beer definitely reflects that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It seems like a lot of brewing is really the art and the passion behind that. And if you're just in it more for the business entrepreneurship, sure, you might have that great efficiency. But when it really has that little extra the push that you know like brewers give to it the true love that's what makes them stand above and beyond you can tell in the beer when it's kind of just repeated or when it's actually amped up and it for in my opinion for a lot of the ones that popped up you know when the when everybody's like i'm gonna make a brewery open that there was that was missing you could tell mm-hmm. you come here you go to Pedicolas, you go to a couple other places you're like oh my gosh they love what they're doing and uh, but other places you go and you're like, what what, what are y'all doing here? <laughs> like, here's four watered down homebrew tasting beers. But I'm so <laughs> I digress. But no, I mean I think that's awesome. Seven years, well, and you're still going strong. And we I remember four, was it four years, a hundred beers, 
What do I hate to ask what that number's up to now? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, we no don't idea. know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> numbers don't go that high. <laughs> we, we just grind away in here, man. Get a too many ideas, too many fun, <laughs> weird names. Yeah. <laughs> We're not done yet, man. Going to cross the 250. Well, you probably you might have already crossed we still 250. Have, I mean, I think we have two new beers coming out this week. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. fun. It, 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 it's a... It's a passion that we have, and it's going to be a nonstop passion, you know, mm-hmm. for as long as we do it, because that's who we are, and it's fun to be this involved in the process, and then have creative ideas, and work with creative people and staff that have really fun ideas. And I mean, we're dealing with the culinary arts here, so the options are endless. You know, <laughs> like I mean, you can, we can do whatever you want to with the beer. I mean, mm-hmm. there's know, no like, oh, we've brewed it all. Like that's never going to happen. Right. Know? And you know, that's a, that's another thing. I don't know your hiring processes but that's just another thing they're mm-hmm. like they're also like never ha- had anywhere close to a bad experience yeah, but all ever, heroes. ever. Not, mm-hmm. even, not even like straddling the line of like oh this sucks it's never happened yeah that's part I can't explain that part now yeah. you know like there's some kind of like there's certain things when you talk about how to have a successful small business there's you know like keep your overhead low blah 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 don't you know <laughs> But there's a certain kind of magic that has happened for us that, like, we have some original servers still here that are, mm. they do the job better than I could, like, train anyone to do. Yep. They do it, they have brought life to that job. Like, they do it better than I ever thought it could be done. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, and I don't know how they fell into our lap. <laughs> like, and, and it's part of the success story of our business, for sure. Like you're saying, like you come in and have a great experience. Like no matter mm-hmm. I can't explain like why some of these guys like started working here. I don't know. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like we went head hunting anywhere. They just like met yeah. us at a beer festival. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ask. And like, you here know. they are eight years later, still like hanging out at the brewery, even though we try to like run them off all the time, like wild cats or something. Yeah. They just like keep showing <laughs> up or I don't know. I can't explain that part of it, and it's definitely, like, an important part of the story of no. why our brewery has been successful, you know? Mm-hmm. And and there's not... I can't write a how to start a small business book <laughs> that explains all that. <laughs> right. <you know>? like, <laughs> I don't know. We got lucky there. Something. Well, yeah. we've, we've recognized... We've had just karma, whatever, has brought people in, you know? the John Dodd just walks around the corner one day... I'm walking out of the, the bay doors and we're working and he's like, man, are y'all hiring? Looking, you know, I just live right down the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, John. and uh, that's that's a s- simple, wow. quick story. And, yep. you know, and uh, the same way with Mark Schatzman. I mean, we were at um, Martin House Brewery Tour, you know, <laughs> and, we're walk- and it, it was, you know, everybody's dressed oh. up and here comes Mark and he's. You know, he's dressed like a detective or something. He's got a fedora <laughs> and, you know, but it fits him. And he mm-hmm. just, you know, saunters over and tries our beer and starts kind of hanging out. And he just, and then he came to a couple other tastings. Anyway, it's been fantastic. And those, I love those guys. I can't tell you how much I love those guys. Mark, yeah, so, nope. you know. Every single one of them, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even the ones that are no longer here, they were still great people. Yes. Yeah. It's like, huh, you bet. Anyway, yeah. Ah. Uh, love this place mm-hmm. like and that it, you're right Sean it's part of the magic of the you know 
we talk about division every single episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. Yep. It's pretty like <laughs> shut up, guys. But and what, this is what we're telling you guys. Especially every time I get Frank and Vision, I'm like, all right, y'all can enjoy this. <laughs> well, I'm a huge fan of you too, as well. Yeah. <laughs> we made it, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we ever wanted. Yes. But yeah, we we discuss that regularly on the show, but just how the podcast generated relationships and it's like oh we should quit doing the podcast it's like but we get all these relationships yep. out of it friendships and you know we would have we would have still met y'all but we wouldn't have had a reason to sit down in a closed room and talk that would we don't have no reason to do that and then we have this reason and so we do it and then we're like you know what i think y'all we're all friends here mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've met a hundred people that way i mean you i met dirk here over mm-hmm. here at this table right behind right here yeah and that was man Late 2017. Because, yep, because of y'all. And that's y'all. the best, man. I love that. Yeah. I, I can't, yeah. I love that, man. Because yeah. that really is, like, the vision of the brewery, you know. And, and I think it, I mean, it is part of what we do here is we're trying to create, like, a pub atmosphere. And mm-hmm. that, I, that's been from that's day one. You know, like, it wasn't, we want we wanted to be a small brewery. We wanted to have, like, not focus on sports or focus on um you know like certain seating that wouldn't contribute to people walking around getting mm-hmm. to know each other like we wanted this to be a pub style atmosphere that encouraged people to talk to each other and get to know each other and that i mean yeah. the relationships that have come out of us having this is mm-hmm. that goes like above business that that's like oh yeah you know that's the best yep. i mean it really is the best it is absolutely the best i again when we were talking earlier i come from it and you know, once my job was done, I went home, and yeah. I didn't go out and see people. <laughs> I had mm-hmm. kids. I didn't go out to bars. So opening the brewery and just meeting people, yeah. getting out in front of people, um, mm-hmm. has changed my life for so much the better. The customers, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I can't imagine it's enriched. I mean, if there's anything, anything that, that I feel like I've gained from opening the brewery, is that friendship mm-hmm. and that and all those relationships because it's really special yeah. really special because i've been there for jason and roadies birth of their kids jason was at my wedding uh we had y'all's beer at our wedding it's like, <laughs> we, like people i've met here the rugby guys have brought over and they've like previously they were you know drinking just the big domestics when they actually had something to flavor like oh my goodness this is, this is great and then we start talking more about it and then i introduce some other friend group and then have co-workers come here and spirals out into this big just beautiful vine of just interconnectivity and just love and it's fantastic it is it's impressive it's impressive it you know it is what it, it's impressive it, cheers uh, to friends yes <laughs> Yay. cheers, cheers. It, uh, friends. it holds down i don't know i don't know it's like yeah now i'm chasing like uh, south park when they're chasing the dragon yeah Ch- chasing the buzz <laughs> every brewery i go to i'm chasing this yeah i believe there was one in ohio we were in there and they started playing toadies or something and the vibe was close to this and i was like oh, i found my division in ohio <laughs> and i kept that's all i kept talking about and the guy was like what are you talking about i was like there's this brewery in yep. arlington yep. talking to the bartender you gotta go and i, would t- I think i even told him was like you're so similar to that just be a little better but <laughs> that's not what I told him. I was like, "You guys are very similar to this place in Arlington." The yeah. layout was even this day at the garage. Anyways, it was, the layout was very similar. They had a bunch of families outside just hanging out and playing. I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. man!" But yeah. nah, it's crazy. Um, so on another note, seven years. Um, I want to talk about styles a little bit. So being being brewing for seven years for your own company and stuff, I was thinking about like 
the trends in brewing, how weird that is, especially it being a podcast that's also mm-hmm. represented it. Started out in the back in the day with a West Coast IPA, and everybody had their flagships. Boom, that was all it was. And that evolved what I felt like pretty quickly getting out of that. No more flagships. We're going to just start doing these one-offs and this, that, and hazy IPAs, and then just all pastry stouts. Like, <laughs> I, Wade looks like he has thoughts. You're going to hate when beers no, are brought. I mean, <laughs> I think we recognize that that we didn't necessarily want core beers initially because we were new brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we didn't know. We were still, in some ways, we opened as a developmental brewery, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, and the breweries that I really loved were breweries that were kind of experimenting. You know, somewhere, Russian River, you know, that had been established. They were kind of pretty much doing, but that, that was an, also an influence to continue to go back and make your better beers again you don't want to just stop making those beers yes that's really the test of after we've been open for a while because you could do new beers all the time we could riff that new yeah. recipes all the time and never redo a beer ever i mean, I mean there's but a hundred realize that hey it's 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 worthy of going back and repeating something just to show that you can and also you're fulfilling um, if, especially if a customer loves the beer, you're fulfilling that need or that want to, to have that beer again. And so that's that's kind of the way we've operated, yeah. you know. We have, like, maybe 40 core beers, maybe 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we just rotate those cores, and then we continue to do new beers because that's fun as, yeah. you know, that's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Dartboard, your inspiration. So I always think uh, certain breweries just throw a dart at the board, like, okay, Little Debbie Snacks, let's go. <laughs> just dart board it. Okay, Little Debbie's Watermelon, let's go. We kind of look at ABV. When I when I look at the board and mm-hmm. I'm like, kind of, like, what should I make next? Yeah. I'm looking okay. at the board, I'm like, well, we're running out of 7% IPAs. So mm-hmm. let's going to have to make that, you know. <laughs> oh, and then, right. you know, just kind of like keep the whole spectrum there. Mm-hmm. That's been a goal, really, but provide a good spectrum of... IPAs and beers that we like. I, I would say this. I, f- I don't. I don't feel like you're not hiding from the trends, but I don't feel like you guys like. Oh, here's a, like I'll put it out there. Like always, just. You, I feel like you're able to just ignore it, and it's. Keep I think that's in. good. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking ill will at all. But we've, I, we've chased the hazy. We we do a few yeah. hazies. We don't. Mm-hmm. We're not. I don't know. I mean, if you go back, I think I can probably demonstrate photos where we might be the first production brewery to do a hazy in mm-hmm. the dfw area oh, that wouldn't surprise me and at all. um mm-hmm. it was i mean they're good we make them i have you know um but it was i don't want to do every beer that way that's the no. one thing it became a trend right and uh it was like you go to a brewery and like oh, these all look the same <laughs> yeah. you know and they really yeah. don't taste that much different Orange you know <laughs> yep. and um, and that can be a great thing obviously it's been a great thing for certain breweries they've made a ton of money they're super popular yeah you know but it's also fun to do those little weird styles that people don't necessarily run across that much mm-hmm. and if you can make one of those that they like man there's nothing more satisfying for me is to do some style not that i go that far mm-hmm. out but like a brown that people like give a four yeah you know and it's not mm-hmm. just uh most browns are just blah 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 right because you, you have people that you know that think about beer that way judge book we want to make that style you know i want to make it the obviously we want to make every beer the best we can make it you know yeah i antiquate a lot of that 
people that do that just they oh. I'm like it's just fun to read reviews that are like drinking a sweet tarts beer they're like this tastes like sweet tarts I hate it <laughs> one star and I'm like <laughs> but you could read it was sweet tarts right <laughs> really? it's just so weird and I I, I I don't remember what I was ha- I was talking to some people and I was just trying to metaphor something and I was like oh it's like here I'll metaphor for you it's like beer and I was like if they make a sour and it tastes like a good sour I'm gonna give them a five star but guess what I don't like it because mm-hmm. I don't want this sour right now or mm-hmm. whatever you know just antiqu- that metaphor it's like yep. well, I ain't gotta be like that but yep. untap's fun I just love reading I, we'll get on untap for an hour and just read people's <laughs> nice uh, thought out well thought yeah well sentences. thought always well thought <laughs> <laughs> non inflammatory you know it's we, well for, developed <laughs> for a while we had like an untapped segment on here where we just I, I do not get on it just yeah. fun I do like, you guys are so dumb like <laughs> sorry right. somebody out there wrote that review sorry but you're Ooh. dumb yeah. <laughs> I mean, there is something to beer fads, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. generally That's speaking. Um, so, I mean, you get enough people that come through the brewery asking for whatever it might be, you know, slushy sours or pastry mm-hmm. stouts or whatever. Eventually, you're like, there's something I need to explore here because it is. I mean, we're, yeah. we need to make beer that sells here. You know, like mm-hmm. obviously we're passionate about it, but we also need to make beer that people want to come in and drink you know mm-hmm. um but we also try to make a variety of different styles and to have a menu that's you know we don't want 20 beers that all taste the same like wade was saying you know like that yeah. have a lot of you know different varieties and 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 explore different flavors so i let them i let you know like beer trends influence recipes that i'll develop you know okay. mm-hmm. I try not to, like, you know, like, clone recipes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more, like, how do how does my, our brew house work? How do the ingredients that I trust and that I love to use right. work? And what can I make that maybe is inspired by flavors of gotcha. whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, that happens every once in a while, for sure. But for me, it's, like, in the years that I've been here doing this, like, it's about drinkability, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. You know, yeah. like and so whether it's a stout or whether it's a sour whether it's a hazy ipa mm-hmm. any kind of ipa it's really about drinkability um so that's the way i tend to approach is like in development of a recipe it's i always tell whenever i'm like working with brewers like you work backwards you know like you envision right. the final product huh. and then you work backwards okay. building a recipe for that you know and so it could be like, I mean, people bring by beer all the time and I, <laughs> I love it. And, and I love having an environment that's open to like exploring different mm-hmm. beers and things like that. But it's always about like taste this, but then it's like, I'm not trying to like recreate if I find something that really sticks to me, right? it's more, how is that going to inspire what I already do here? You know, if I'm trying to develop a new recipe, Ooh. you know, rather than like, Oh man, I'm trying. I'm, I need to go buy a case of that, and I'm gonna try and like wow. drink that and develop a recipe built around that. You know, which right. I'm not saying that other brewers do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, beer trends are normally like certain beer styles are popular for a reason, and then let that inspire like new recipes that we're trying to develop here. But right. then also, 
we have a way that we brew here, right? Mm. We, we've been doing this long enough that we know how our equipment operates. We know the ingredients that we trust. We've been burned by suppliers before, so we know mm-hmm. the people that we work with now, and we trust them, and we know how those ingredients work. And so all of that kind of inspires the recipe now whenever we're, you know, developing a new yeah. a new beer, you know. So it, that's so two things that I had never thought of was one as a brewer drinking a beer and be like I could clone this I ne- that thought that, that's brand new to my head yeah. wow <laughs> never thought about how that could Im- impact you as a, not only as a brewer but as a beer drinker like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> really yeah. good luck cloning my beers boys <laughs> but I guess I guess it, I guess in a way it's similar to some music stuff like I listen to something I'm like oh I could do that <laughs> I'm gonna go then it's like oh this sounds just like Eminem or something. <laughs> So it sounds like a white guy rapping, but <laughs> and sec- yeah, it's I would love to hear that. Oh, it, Jason's yep. got flows. <laughs> it's actually very impressive. Mm. I have zero flow. <laughs> but no, I never. Yeah, I never even. And then also the the whole ingredients thing. I never really thought about that either with the supply mm-hmm. chain. I, I'm, and I know it's still tied in certain. Well, as I said, I think it's a moving target these days. But you could probably, oh, this hop's available, but these two won't be available for a month. And this is, yeah. never thought about that either. You kind of have to right. cater your ideas and what you're doing towards what you're able to get your hands on. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different. Yeah, and, and it's also like the more you use certain ingredients, the more familiar that you know yeah. what you're going to get out of those ingredients, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know. No, that, no, that makes perfect sense. Just, yeah, don't, you know, almost like a chef. Right. Well, they are chefs, but yeah. yeah. That's what amazes me because I'm very mathematical, scientific. Like I, love, I have an artsy side. Like I paint, but man, when it comes to like brewing, I got to have like a very rigorous recipe. I'm like trying to max the numbers. This is that, and so whenever it comes to y'all's like new ideas, new trends, y'all ever have to go and look up like what ratios are, or do y'all just know well enough based on your materials and your equipment, kind of what you'll get out of it? Depends how far out the idea is. I mean, there's. Definitely sometimes I might need to send an email to somebody and be like, if it's really far out. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I mean, we, we know how our brew house operates. We know what our ingredients are like. Mm-hmm. And so, again, it's more envisioning the final product and then working back from there, trying to figure out how to get there, you know, okay. and with the, the ingredients that we work with, you know. That's so like, impressive. Like about the amount of fruit. I think we're pretty much standard on kind of how we do our fruit. Okay. And, the, again, the amounts we've had. Mm-hmm. And that's helped. I mean, I think Sean probably did. He did enough research doing the sour beers that I've been able to like, you know, kind of tag and kind of right. like, hey, yeah. that's the right amount. So mm-hmm. I, I add this to the, you know, it's really trial and error. You know, for the most part, mm-hmm. uh, been making those beers long enough to know yeah. how things work. You know how how these ingredients operate whenever it, I do work with them. You know, mm-hmm. it, it is fun. Um, it's like milkshake IPA. There's one <laughs> that I did, you know, a milkshake. I, I don't know if you may have done one before me, but Clarabelle oh, right. from hell was the first one I did. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, and I didn't look up a recipe. I was like, probably Sean and I talked and wow. we had, you know, kind of a basic idea of how to add those components to it. And it just turned out right. Nice. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that, Actually, that recipe has been a, a few other things too, because there's just a little change in fruit and something yeah. else. And this is blue. There was a blueberry version, right? I feel like that is blueberry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so I was right all the blueberry. original. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Okay, but Good. I would do like um, I, hey. I think I did a blueberry raspberry with calling all clowns and mm-hmm. some of the frozen soul beers that we did in collaboration yeah. with them. They were they want that's what they wanted. Yeah, you know, 
Who, IPA. Who is, <laughs> All right. oh, yeah. who is completely blown up, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, they're coming in October 29th and playing here again. Again? Ooh. Oh, the Halloween you're show. Have to, yes. So they're playing like, to like, yeah. like, what is it, Wrecking Ball? Yeah. So Wrecking Ball is Friday and Saturday, and then they're coming here Sunday, and they're going to do the th- like a r- free record signing and oh, be here. Dear, dear. Right so, on. Yeah. <laughs> We were here for that release show, not necessarily to see them or anything, but it was, it was insane. Like, yeah, we were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they were like, hey, I think 250 people or so might come. Like, it's like okay, sure. And I had no idea. You know, I just knew they were good guys. I love Chris Bonner, yeah. Chad, yeah. Michael. Man, there's some. Those are Samantha. I mean, those. They're all really cool people. Yeah. So, I thank them so much for, you know, coming to us That's and cruel. being friends. Um, they are like really killing it right now, yeah, and they, so they got picked to do. Y'all heard of Metal Injection? It's like mm-hmm. a big media. Yep. Okay, so they do a beer each year. That's they. It's it's about um, what they call it pit culture. Okay, Watch and pit. so they've been mm-hmm. doing it for a couple of years, and so they they picked Frozen Soul as one of the 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 bands that's going to be part of pit culture, and they're like, mm-hmm. hey pick a local brewery to do a collaboration with and we'll help promote it so we're doing you know that with them so oh, they're going to be promoting the beer hell yes yeah it's great it's really hell great yes <laughs> so the beer is called push-ups and i don't know if y'all you know follow frozen soul much but chad green their their singer mm-hmm. kind of started something where he started doing some push-ups encouraging the people in the mosh pit to work out you know and so he's got this whole thing routine where they do a song and they get down they start doing that (laughs) and it's they're killer man they're they're that probably took off yeah that's wicked (laughs) that's awesome so yeah so you're gonna it'll all sell out we'll we'll have that beer canned that day and if it's like the the previous visits Mm -hmm. it'll all sell we'll leave 300 cans boom they're gone right on we got to try the beer that night but i don't yep we took any home but Mm -hmm. we got lucky because we got to try it but yeah no that was the night, I think that was the night we came in here, and there was like three things left on the board. We were like, Whoa, or maybe the next day, we were just like, holy. Yeah, it was still like hotcakes, everything was. <laughs> like, we were like, we've never seen this place like this. It was so crazy. Yeah. It's fine. Bring it, it back. Awesome. Let's do it more. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. And I, was like, I don't know I was like, oh, I want to know the numbers here. And he's like, I think it was Mark's like, we'll talk later. <laughs> just messing with it. It's like, let's talk numbers. I just want to hear. It's like, I got to know. I'm a numbers guy. Yeah. It's like, that's all I do all day is spreadsheets and numbers. Let's mm-hmm. go. But that was crazy, man. It was a good, yeah, it was a good good thing. And yeah, coming back here, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're bigger now. They just played the Ridgely uh, a couple weeks ago with, yeah. uh, not Whitechapel. Uh, I can't remember. I know who it is, but mm-hmm. the one that the singer killed, that- killed himself. Hmm. Then, yeah, apart? Anyways, no. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, they did the show over there with them, and it was, it was some of my buddies went, and it was crazy. So mm-hmm. yeah, that actually the Ridgely like got sideways with that whole metal yeah, hardcore group, and we've again benefited from that because we were the next place that everybody's pointing at us, saying, you know, go there. Of course, we're not large enough to do those yep. you know, during the summer in the growl, but mm-hmm. you know, once we hit. You know, the fall and the winter, you know, we yeah. just say, I hope we bring more of that. I love you it. You know, love it. Yeah, the metal scene in DFW needs work, but. Yeah, one of my Warhammer friends, he plays for Born in Blood, he's been here a couple of times oh, yeah. now, and it's it's so cool. Like, like, these two, like, perfect worlds of, like, hobby just overlap. He's like, y'all know each other? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Talmadge, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, that dude's really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's amazing. We did. Uh, he's a really good supporter of craft beer. He's always mm-hmm. going to a brewery and yeah. You know. and his wife taking pictures everywhere they go. Yeah. I'm like, man, it is so tight, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's two things that should be come back, Tomich. Yes, <laughs> it's two things that should be. It's like, like you did it. It was like, well, this just makes sense. Like, why hasn't this been happening for a long time? And why isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, when I go to a metal show and I gotta buy a twenty-four ounce can of Dos Equis for like seventy-five dollars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh-huh. I think oh, I can't remember. Well, uh, the last one I went to was Fit for a King, I think, and it was in Dallas, and they were like, it was a, the most crap thing they had was Voodoo Ranger, not crap. I know, but it's better than Bud Light, yeah, <laughs> or Coors. But it was like, there we go. They were like. 14 or 15 bucks. That stained, it was 19 bucks. I don't worry. Yep, nope, that was, and I was like, really? Okay. $19? That was yes, a, sir. Yeah, Without hard, tax and tip. <laughs> that was a heart attack. Yeah. yeah. For one can. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was at a Gexa. Is it called Gexa now? Or um, Starplex, yeah, Gexa, Smirnoff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever it's called now. Pick your poison. <laughs> yeah, we went there. We saw stain and corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Brought back my childhood. It's like, oh, my emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that seems to be odd pairing. But stained maybe not. Corn, yeah. Well, they were came up in the same time. Yeah. Stained, mm-hmm. back in the stained day. is pretty laid back, or is it just that oh, one song? No, that they're pretty metal. Okay. Well, what would you? What you, that was your I first time seeing I think I only here. know their one yeah. song that was like a soft song. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Since I so I grew up with neither one of those bands, but Alexa did because every morning when her mom would take her to school, she's playing the radio, so Alexa could tell you. Every corn song, front to back, and oh. almost every stain song. And so beforehand, Jason sent me the set list. I was like, I don't know any of these songs. So Lex is like, no, no, this one goes like this, blah, 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 and starts singing it through. Uh, the only song I knew when we got there was, uh, was it corn? Shoots and ladders. It stain? It's corn, shoots and ladders. Yeah, corn, yeah. It starts singing like all a whole bunch of like, childhood like nursery rhymes as part of their song. It's like, yeah. oh, I know this one! <laughs> or y'all fall down. Ah. <laughs> it it's probably the best moment of that concert. Yeah. Just because I turn around and Dirk's like, I know this one. Because Jonathan Davis like, ring around the rouse. And Dirk's like, I know that. Yep. <laughs> but that was crazy. That was fun. That was weird, too, because I didn't really want to see corn. I grew up with corn. I was like a real into him. Like, nah, my dad, I hate my life. And I was like real into that <laughs> as a teenager. But I grew, obviously grew out of that, you know. Kinda, and, but I was like, this is going to be, I wanted to see Stain because I hadn't seen him in forever. And I was like, oh, corn's playing. This is going to be weird. But once they got going, I was like, ah, oh, I remember why I like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but not music. That's a great thing that you're bringing that together. Yeah. So how did y'all start developing the music scene here? I was saying you have a little bit of stage out back, but like, I would not even think about the just set up and everything organized. That blows my mind. Well, I have a nephew, Brandon Lotspeech, who was a sound engineer, brilliant. Mm-hmm. I say I want to say kid, but he's not a kid. <laughs> um, and um, I told him that. Well, I think we had had people do some music, and they brought their own PA, and it was just like you know, let's go get our own PA. And there's a guy that I know that, you know, has offered us to to go look through his stash of stuff. And we went over there and he picked out a setup, you know, and we're still running with probably 50% of that. We've had to replace some of it over the same amount of time, but over the years, but um, he got it started and then he knew, you know, he still does sound for people and he records people and he's listening on their album and stuff. So, he still does sound occasionally first. He'll do the Frozen Soul show. And so, um, but he kind of got us connected to a few people, and then it just, it's just blossomed from there. Mm-hmm. You know, we are strictly original music only, and so, 
you know, we try to support the guys like we're DIY, you know. Right. These are DIY bands, and, you know, we try to just try to make it work, give them a place to play. Mm-hmm. Maybe their first show or their second show, which is cool. Yeah. And it's amazing sometimes yeah. how good people can get. You know, before they do their first show, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a uh, it's a really cool thing to do. You know, and so just give me a little PT. I forgot how hard those first ones were. You just gave me a little PTSD there, thinking about that. I remember that. <laughs> the shakes. <laughs> Where's your press kit? And I'm like, what's that? Oh my gosh. See, the, we're took, the we're the perfect place. We, yeah. so we're not asking you for that shit. I forgot about all that. Yeah. Like, try, that first show was always nearly press impossible. Kit. Like, because we I went through it twice, two different bands. Like, uh flying everywhere like no 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 press kit where's this where's that and we're like here's our mice face <laughs> check it out i forgot i forgot all about that weight i had no idea we've known yep. each other for a long time i had no idea you were a musician oh, yeah. i was a pretty decent little metal singer yeah, yeah. i'll show i'll show you a video after, it's fire. after this. <laughs> it's not bad it's about a yep nope i was a yeller uh, angry, as you know, angry with my life. That was good, no. just <laughs> Yeah, it was. But yeah, I would. Yeah. Not everybody can pull that off. No, no, I certainly can't. So. I've heard bands that think they can. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, I can. Uh, Equ- and I can equate that to listening. Equate? That's not the word, is it? Is equate? Yeah. No? yeah, yeah Thank sure. God. Yeah, play on. <laughs> um, there's a girl called her name's Melissa Cross, and she teaches screaming and uh my first band i didn't do so well in the second band i bought this dvd and watched it and did everything she said and was like <laughs> like a little robot what and the second band was like whoo like, you good and i was like thanks melissa cross <laughs> and i still follow her on instagram she's like an old hippie lady she's awesome <laughs> that's awesome she like she has everybody do she'll have the guy from kill switch lamb of god mm-hmm. all the all the top metal bands she'll just be posting on instagram making them go like She's got these famous metal singers just doing all these. (laughs) It is so funny. It's like, oh, hey, there's, there's, you know, kill switch. And he's like, ha. (laughs) Anyways, but no, we, yeah, that's awesome. Those are some of my favorite times at the brewery. We'll have like crossover times whenever, Mm -hmm. like maybe a Friday, Saturday night, where like families are hanging out, maybe eating some food, drinking some beer. There might be kids running around. Uh Eight o'clock at night, the families are you know like shutting it down, but then mm. at the same time you got like a bunch of like <laughs> crowd showing up. Yeah, yeah, like kids with mohawks walking around, and you know like cut yeah. off, you know jean vest with patches everywhere, you mm-hmm. know. And I love those moments. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is like I. It was never like what I envisioned it could be, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, man, it's all this crossover. I love it. I yeah. love it. You know, it's the best. There's been some magic moments for sure that we had all funk radio playing outside and they're playing like really cool old school, like disco and just sing songs. You, oh, you know, and you, you know, you know, you could sing them. And it was like the intermission between a punk show and we had all those punkers come out and they just immediately start dancing <laughs> and so there's this great I guess, mix of people, yeah. including, and again, these punkers were eye makeup, you know, spiked hair. I mean, uh-huh. the whole thing, which was, it was awesome. But they'll dance when they hear Bruno Mars. They can't help it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who can? I, <laughs> metal, yeah, metal, metal's so misunderstood. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, it just drives me crazy. I had a, uh, well, my closest confidant at work one day, he was just like, all right, these people just listen to this angry music. And I, and I literally did this. I was like, <coughs> he's like, what? And I was like, 
this guy and he was like what it was like that's all that i listened to <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's just so misunderstood it's like and then but i can also get up right now and do i'm down to about 70 percent of ba 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 by nsync <laughs> I had 100% of the dance. I had it all the way down, the whole thing. I could, it's, it's down to about 70 now. But it's just like, it's like man, it doesn't mean anything. Music, man. And I, <laughs> they're watching the video of, what's that, Funk? Yeah, so we got the, the crossover. Metalheads getting down. That's yeah. Awesome. That's awesome so cool. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. No, it's, yeah. That's because, like, you know, the genre shows y'all get on here. Y'all have, you know, punk and funk uh, or I've come here before and there's been like you know tenor like saxophone choirs or there was like a I, again I, I show up randomly every now and then I don't ever check social media uh, there was like a I don't know how to describe them like a southern like washboard band or something they were just going down like <laughs> oh my uh, mostly water than dirt probably <laughs> yeah. okay so they're they're actively playing here they usually play once a month on a Sunday uh-huh. but it's a really so really cool. fun band they do yeah kind of the primitive Americana mm-hmm. and they have instruments that they've kind of assembled themselves and so it's a very interesting cool band to watch and you know it's family friendly you yeah. know so yeah they're usually on a Sunday so yeah. yeah just come out and visit on a slushy Sunday mm. oh yeah half off sours too right sours <laughs> it's not half off it's dollar off sorry no it's gone 95% it, it went off. down that's 100% off we're, we're doing slushies now <laughs> I'm so right sorry we might <laughs> sorry for ruining the promotion of sour Sunday but it used to it used to be it used to it be was, though, right? it was. it's slushy Sunday damn it yeah use our coupon code casually lit at division.com <laughs> we're gonna get a bill in the mail yeah, yeah. yep here's, here's how many sours we sold yes. you owe us 50 bucks <laughs> alright guys we'll settle We'll do it. I'll come. I can wash dishes. I'm pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you got a dishwasher. Damn it. Yeah. I think something that I can do. <laughs> I can sweep a mean floor. There we go. <laughs> Bust some glasses. No, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think ah, it's just perfect. Like, that's weird. It's all perfect. Like, it just, the, everything just landed like it should. So, it works out yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sean, what are some? Well, okay, let, let's ask this. You're, you've brewed so many beers. Mm-hmm. Do both of you, one of you, have a favorite mm. that you like to brew still? Yeah. Um, like a favorite particular recipe? Yeah, that you just like. When you start to. I you, don't know. You, you kind of wake up with that smile on your face, like, oh, it's Rosalie Day. Yeah. See, I'm putting words in your mouth. <laughs> it's uh, it's got to be Rosalie. I mean, there are. <laughs> I've just got to just mess with you. Uh, there are some recipes that are more challenging than, than others, mm-hmm. and I always like embrace a challenge. Mm-hmm. But then also, whenever whenever they turn out really great, which I mean, I'll admit, like not every beer that we make here is like 100 percent the way that I want it. There's, okay. I'm proud of the beers that we make, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't serve it to you if I wasn't proud. Right. But sometimes are you know like when I make the perfect lager. Because they're so challenging to make, mm-hmm. oh. which is like so, that's yeah. like next level. Like the beer gods have descended down <laughs> and gifted me this magic <laughs> beer, you know. Like, um, and so I always get real excited with those because I know how challenging and technical they are to make. But I also like I don't I I, I appreciate the challenge and I like mm-hmm. making those beers in spite of 
how how technical and, and hard they are to make. Yeah. Do so you use H Beechwood? <laughs> 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 that's a Bud Light thing, right? Or Budweiser, I think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, now that yeah, that's crazy to hear you say lager. That's crazy because mm-hmm. it seems like something simple, right? From the outside perspective, I know how difficult it is, but from the outside perspective, like Bud Light, really that hard or whatever? I'm really kind of a wuss of a beer drinker, to be honest. Like I really love Session IPAs. I, I, I drink those pretty much mm-hmm. all the time, or lagers, or that's my personal preference. That's what I. But also, I work in a brewery. You know, like yeah. we're we're in here, you know, like Constant. working ten, twelve hour days, and mm-hmm. I can't be crushing double IPAs <laughs> and going home and yeah, it's been a stay married and <laughs> be a good dad and all the other things. So a lot, that's a life lesson I'm still trying to learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I me love too. IPAs. Me too. <laughs> and yeah. then it's like, oh, I actually, we went to the barbecue place on Saturday. Oh, we so take beer good. there to wait in line. Mm-hmm. And I only put two in there for a reason. Because last time I had like four or five, I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it is 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> this is going to be a long mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am in so much trouble. Mm-hmm. But, no, yeah, that's... It, but I just like... And, you know, people are like, you're trying to get drum. Like, no, I just really love the flavor of a double yeah. IPA. Yeah. They taste so good. They taste so good. <laughs> so yeah. good. So the challenge is to make a really good regular IPA that tastes as good. Right. You know, that seems like something that we've also tried to work on is like finding those six and a half seven percenters mm-hmm. that that are delivering the same type of uh, hot payload that the bigger ones uh, do you know those yeah. are yeah those are seemingly they're, they're not they're few and far between i'm gonna bring over we i made one a new one um a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. draco's tail and it turned out really good yeah. so um, i'll bring a can we'll share it and um that one sold pretty quick, and I'll definitely be remaking it. Oh, good. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to try that. <laughs> How much do you guys keep up with stats? What kind of stats? Uh, sell, like, you know, beer sales. Like spreadsheet type things? Yeah, man, I'm getting nerdy. Oh, uh, here we go. <laughs> I just want to know. Like, So I was able, I think David had a similar system to yours. I can't. I was able to pull all David's data out with spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was able to, like, pivot table, and I was able to show him that Kolsch was the big, biggest uh-huh. style that he needed. Buy more Kolsch. Do this. Do that. It was really fun. Yeah. I'm going to get a little nerdy, but yeah. do you, you do any of that? or? Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't... I don't think we've ever talked do about this. Do, like, super deep dives. Mm-hmm. Um, we do, you know, manage all that. And um, the thing that I get really proud of is whenever there's not like a huge discrepancy in what people are buying for sure that's when i get excited Mm -hmm. it's instead of you know like 100 pints of this beer being Mm -hmm. sold tonight it's everything had 30 35 pints that that tells me more than you know like the other health of the brewery yeah yeah and i mean our, our 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 beer tenders beer slingers are doing a good job keeping people you know not focusing on one or just pushing one but it is i think indicative that we're you know our our efforts to make good beers across the board you know mm, are kind of working that's what it is i mean (laughs) you would hope with time you would get better you know if you're not you're doing something wrong and there's people that don't drink beer my wife included that's like 
that loves Rosalie. She can't drink anymore because she's gluten free. But mm-hmm. she loved Rosalie. She's like, I don't like beer. I don't like any of this. And it's like, yeah, she just loved that beer. And it was like, <laughs> ha ha. You said you don't like beer. And it's it's always that way. And, and, and it's always that way. Any new because we we used to not so much anymore. We brought new people in here all the time. It's like it was a hobby of mine and Rodie's. <laughs> you gotta come. We'd bring them in here, and they're like, "This is all like everything they tried was great." And that's that's why we talk about you guys all the time, and still do. It's like never gonna stop us. So I even in the face of other brewers, like, "Well, it's not division, Michael. Work harder. <laughs> Take that, Harper." Hey, Michael. How are you, man? Yeah, we appreciate. It's been it. a long time. But I, you know, most everything. I don't know. I could call it my fresh kick because I think it is about being fresh. You know, y'all brought a few beers to try. I haven't looked at the dates, but it's almost like I can taste them if they've been in a can for so long. There's like a certain, like, I don't know. Happy camper. Yeah, we normally will just talk about beers that we have. Anything jumping off the I've had that beer before. That beer's been around for a while. You know, that showed up pretty early on the, you know, they were brought into the market pretty soon. You know, probably before we opened, they were on the market. It's not bad. I think you uh, can we the future. We allowed to we talk about any of that or no? Absolutely. I'm gonna go grab a Draco though. We will wait for that. Was it say like um, having having you guys on so many times and just I'm trying so hard not to be cliche, but it's like oh, what's your definition of success? But you are successful. <laughs> <laughs> but what it's like. Oh, you don't, I don't own a Porsche and an Escalade. I don't feel successful. It's like, but I go to work and I have a smile on my face. I am successful. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Um, yeah. I mean, how do you feel eight years into this bad boy? I mean, I feel the same way that it's hard to say it without it sounding like a cliche, but it is like just proud to do something that I still really love doing, right. you know? Um, and. Um, I, I describe this job as there's a lot of social currency. So not necessarily like fat paychecks mm-hmm. that I'm like right. stacking up in the bank, but there's a lot of social currency that it's given to me. Mm-hmm. And I value that. Like it's, Ooh, yeah. it's immensely valuable to me. I'm happy and I'm proud to be um, the brewer at Brewer in Arlington, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'm happy to be the person that makes this product and shares it with my friends and to be able to go to a party and to bring you know like cans of beer to share with everybody and to know i mean so that i I mean that is a level of success that you know it's i do what i love and also like there is value to having that social currency you know Mm -hmm. like to to be to be the brewer friend that's fun right like yeah I think it's fun. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why everyone wants yeah. to be my friend, right? <laughs> you yeah. want, we want to be friends, right? Oh, yeah, no, we, yeah. Be my friend, people. Come on. You got beer? Well, yeah, let be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not even lying. Every time we come here and Sean's not here, so it's like, oh. But Wade's here. Hi, Wade. Mm-hmm. Love you so much. <laughs> you get to hang out with Wade, and then you're like, oh, where's Sean at? Because I know you're not here in the social hours as much. Yeah. He's got four kids. Kill life. Yeah. It's so you know, it's four kids. It brings an immense, you know, like... <laughs> I, I love it. I love, oh, yeah. you know, like, uh, there's a lot of pride yeah. that comes with that that cannot be, y- you can't put money to that, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't 
put a salary to that, you know. So no, hell no. I mean, we can pay our mortgages, we can, yep. you know, pay our debts, and then on top of that, there's like all this pride that you get to carry on your back every day. That yeah, you know, you hold your chin up high and know that you work hard and you make a good product and that you share with your community and and mm-hmm. and I can demonstrate that to my kids and my family and yep. my neighbors and you know all that yeah i mean it's it's a different level of cliche i guess you know mm-hmm. it's still kind of a cliche but yep. i mean it's a cliche I, question yeah it's <laughs> so. uh i don't know i'm happy it's a, it's to a, i'm happy to be a brewer it's a very fulfilling job yeah very fulfilling job what i don't i don't remember what it was it was probably the last time i was here i, I tell everybody this all the time because i see wade here almost every time i'm here and i'm like i always like i hope that as I grow older, that I'm as happy as that dude mm-hmm. is, and I mean that from the bottom. I tell everybody that. Oh, I'm like, dude, that dude is so happy, just so. Oh. Yeah. It's like I want that. Let me capture that energy. Yes. Because <laughs> of what you're saying, he's just up here, just hanging out with everybody and just mm-hmm. enjoying the. You know, man, it's so cool. Yeah, definitely loving. It's what makes this place even more warm and inviting. Mm-hmm. Here we are in a closed day, just hanging out in here. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is, I mean, it is like sweat and hard work that goes into it because that uh-huh. is part of the fulfillment, right? Like if we're mm-hmm. yeah. pressing buttons and a beer comes out on the other side, there's not that fulfillment, mm-hmm. you know? Like it is, no, it's, it's a next level of, you know, like we're working hard and we're proud of the product and we do something we love and we're a part of a tradition of brewers that have been an immense important member of society for ages and ages you know and then being able to have like a pub that people come and hang out with i mean it's Mm -hmm. it's all these different levels of satisfaction you know and you guys meeting each other and drinking our product Mm -hmm. i mean it's great man Mm -hmm. it's great couldn't be happier Mm -hmm. all because of some all right this is weird right like like let's (laughs) be real weird break it down this is real (laughs) and this is weird like it's all because of like a weird product that we like basically let spoil <laughs> and yeah. we you know like consume it and uh-huh. it makes us feel like we enjoy each other yeah. i mean <laughs> it's a it, it's a it's a odd mm-hmm. process like yeah from the you know like mile high view looking down on it you're like you do what, you do what? with and these ingredients you're you enjoying those ingredients really? and you do what with them and then you it smells like that while you're mm-hmm. fermenting it and then yep. you drink that yeah. and then it you know like and you voluntarily it, do it right it's magic i don't i don't you know like yeah. it's amazing how this process became what it is today you know mm-hmm. like and i'm happy i i love that you know like i'm i'm a part of the brewing tradition that's gone through generations and generations and generations. I still have no idea how we got here, where we are today. Happy accident. (laughs) I don't know, Mm -hmm. but some kind of magic worked out and here we are, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, the power of beer. We're, yeah, we're, (laughs) you know, we're forever interlocked with you guys, no matter what. It's Mm -hmm. like, yep. It's for, it's permanent. (laughs) We at Wade's house. So the podcast was about to die. This is a true story because Jay had quit and Chris had quit. Well, Chris hadn't quit yet, but we met David at your house. That's where we met David mm-hmm. Clark. We met him at your house. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, yeah, you're, you like, yeah. you want to come podcast? Mm-hmm. So he kept it going because we invited David on and he joined. So that's David was a smart guy. Man. Hey, David. Yeah, yeah, David was a friendly, oh, yeah. knew his stuff, you yep. know. No, David's a badass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he uh, he's brewing again. 
I need to talk. I haven't talked to him in a minute or two, but he's brewing again. He posted a couple of pictures on Instagram. I was like, yeah, he's gotten really into photography. He's the, I'm going to share his thing. I don't have it on me, but he's got some really good Instagram. That's, that's a good tool. If you're ever going to produce something, you have to take pictures of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's doing some really good, like, outdoor space stuff and doing really good. Yeah, yeah no, that came, that came from y'all. This friendship came from y'all. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a weird, yeah, it's all what it is. Yeah. That was a fun time, but. All right, wait, can we you know, talk about the future? What's happening? Are we allowed to... Heck yeah, yeah, we could talk okay. about it. We haven't really yeah. talked about it much, but... Well, I know, because... You know, in some ways, you know, just kind of picking up where Sean left off, that passion, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've always... In fact, you know, the first time I told my family that I was, you know, going to do this, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like, there right. was a decision, right? You're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're doing this other job, I've got, you know, it was a big... I remember when I told them it was a big deal, well, uh, and it, and that vision that I told them about included pizza. It was uh, it was beer and pizza. Oh, and so it's funny to now kind of have that coming to fruition because it's always kind of been the, the story. Mm-hmm. It's just once we got going on this, it's like we don't really have time to focus on the other, and we can focus on that later. And we just focused on brewing and trying to establish the brand. And then, you know, the whole food vendor thing kind of just, again, like the music thing kind of slowly started happening. People would come up mm-hmm. and it would be just a small lady, like the first lady. I don't think they even oh. had a name, I mean, but they the taco lady. I think that's all we called her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she sat up here and, and they would do tacos and. It just started groove, and then you have we had Hurtado come in, oh, and then we yeah. have we've had like so these. So you guys are like a muse for barbecue restaurants starting. Like if they come mm-hmm. here, they do, they blow up or get their own restaurant. It's happened twice or three times. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. happened twice. That's and what I thought. And twice. It's, it's been it's been amazing, and it's fun to watch that. Mm-hmm. But it's also you know in the back of our mind that's that's money that you know we could harvest. You know they're, right. they're taking money, not that they're no. taking mm-hmm. money away from us, but. Not you know, we realize that the space, people are coming here to eat. So, and again, it's always been something that, you know, one of those passions. So, you know, now I'm kind of taking that journey. Yeah. And, um, you know, I like thin crust pizza. So I hope y'all like oh. thin crust pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, a tavern style that originated in Chicago. And that's what we're working on, you know. They're going to have a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, so we'll have a pizza, at and we'll have yeah. It's we'll going to be a new space. So it'll be a yeah. second tap room. Mm-hmm. We have a game room. Oh, it'll be a pool table, that. four pinball games, foosball oh. <laughs> table. It's air conditioned. Um, oh, sheesh. Dang. Yeah. Yep, we're in trouble. And yeah. we're open every day of the week. So does my coin no still kidding. does my coin still work over there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's it's not going to operate any different than this. But then again, I want to you know we're not going to change anything over here right. either. Yeah. You know, we'll, for we'll probably move. We'll probably move a few things over, like mm-hmm. our merch and um, our cans to go. Right. But you know, and, and and again, try to make more production out of here. Yeah. Because you know, just selling. At this location, we've had to stop distribution because we were selling out so quick. Yeah, and um, we have to somehow supply the other side. Mm-hmm. You know, because we anticipate that's why we're gr- trying to grow an uptick in traffic. And yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's it's it fills up now. Like on you know Wednesday trivia nights. Oh my! It's goodness. crazy. There's yeah. no room, especially right now. If you want to be inside, what I mean, it fills up. You yeah. know, there's 
why did what was that Wednesday we came? Oh, it was Darkest Nights. Yeah, we came for Darkest Nights and then yeah. trivia, and it was like boom. Yeah. We were like, wow. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday. Yeah, with awesome. a trivia night, it's usually we're we're at capacity, it's standing room only. Yep. It's, you know, and it's nice that if when it's cooler, the doors open, and there's still mm-hmm. people on the patio. We play on the play patio. On. We have yeah. a team. Yeah, we had to sacrifice the <laughs> ourselves to the heat to <laughs> let people cool off <laughs> to the fire you know? gods. <laughs> and again, in the growl, we're trying to figure out a way, and we will figure out a way to span. The broadcast, so we can hear <laughs> Steve announce oh, okay. it, and, and then have actual. Like I was trying to get him to do, um, what do you call it, Zoom meeting. Yeah, I'm like yeah, just pull it up on Zoom. <laughs> I'll zoom you over there, yeah. and then we could see you. And he was like, "No, nah, I'm not gonna do the Zoom. We have to do something else. Just my voice." Yeah, <laughs> Man, I love that guy. Have y'all going much? Pub guys trivia. Those, those yeah, guys are no, so much great. fun. Yes, <laughs> I miss not seeing. Um, How old was his name? Beard Jesus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, Kyle. 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 Kyle Brothers. Brothers. I went to school with him. Don't, where did he? We had some classes. We were the nerd classes together. <laughs> where, where did he run off to? He was. Yeah. He's around still. Yeah. He's a good. He was. But a good yeah, leader. Steve's awesome. Pub guys trivia is awesome. If you can't make it on a Wednesday night, mm-hmm. they have it at other places. Mm-hmm. I think Dr. Jekyll's on Monday. Yeah, okay. I think wow. they do it on Cowtown on Tuesday. Hmm. So it's a really good time. Yep. We would actually come to that, but we are podcasting mm-hmm. on Wednesdays. <laughs> that sucks. But, yeah, when we were here, we were like, oh, man. Yeah, we canceled the podcast come to Darkest Nights. Mm-hmm. Just saying oh, you're welcome. So <laughs> good. <laughs> Such fan of you guys. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Canceled our awesome podcast mm-hmm. with so many listeners. We're kind of a big deal, you know. We like five listeners uh, an episode, so. <laughs> Bro, don't set yourself short. Ten. Oh, okay. No. Sorry, sorry. No, <laughs> don't. It, no, it was just. But anyways, no, that was ooh, darkest nights. That was a. Mm-hmm. Our friend. Mm-hmm. We brought our friend Tony, and he's like, "Oh, I love stouts." And uh, what? Oh, Ian. Yep. Of course, Ian was here, yeah. and yeah. Ian does not know when to stop. Oh. Like, hey, here you go. So many goodies. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Golly, dude. It's like between y'all's and then his, it was like, oof. Yeah. It's it's like, fantastic. Oh, here's a 75% stout. Have you ever had this before? Uh, it's, yeah. it's from Boston. They've only made 10 of them. <laughs> Love you, Ian. Ian is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then he would like, he, he would. Just, I was like, where'd you get that beer, Ian? Like, he's, I'm like, you got, where, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. He's just pulling out bottles. <laughs> <Just beer Yeah. laughs> what, what, are, what are you doing here? Generous guy, man. Okay. Yeah. We'll find our Love fridge him. full of. Mm-hmm. Tasty. You just leave drinks. Drinks. Mm-hmm. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> That's awesome. No, he's a good. He's a good. Really good dude. He's actually been on the show once, way back yeah. when. Mm-hmm. Which I was gonna say that was uh, was a funny thing because I got to try Treehouse and I said the exact words that you did. It was Treehouse and a couple other of these Holy Grail IPAs and I got mm-hmm. to about the third one. And I was like, you know, these all kind of taste the same. <laughs> and they did not like that. <laughs> <laughs> So like, what are you talking about? You know like, how hard he had to work to get those cans? Mm-hmm. I, was like, well, they, they, I was like, they're good. I'm not. Smaller across state lines. <laughs> I was like, I'm not knocking them. I need you to hold this for me. <laughs> no, I was like, these are not bad. I like them. But they all kind of have the same mm-hmm. play, flavor profile to them. Okay, buddy? But that was yeah. crazy. <laughs> that would be fun if y'all had like, I could probably provide you a list of names and get a whole bunch of untapped people. Have a podcast with just a bunch of oh. You could ask them. All kinds of questions. Right. A bottle share on a podcast. Oh my That's god! Yeah. yeah, that'd be greatness. That'd be dope. We get you with Robert Wynn. He's got like he's approaching his eighteen thousand check-in. <laughs> he wanted. 
he was wanting me to do a beer for it, and I didn't have time because he's such so fast. So now I'm work I'm working on his twentieth. You know, I think it. I think it's 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 like six months I've got to. Yeah, <laughs> clock's counting. <laughs> I, I, I check into, like, years and a few others. I even miss you all sometimes, but I'm like, I hit, like, over a 1,000, and I was like, this is crazy. And yep. I just stopped doing it. I was like, this is going to get bad. <laughs> Lay in bed and be like, oh, we got a problem. But, I don't know. But, Rody, yeah, Rody's still, oh, anyway, yep, nope. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 20,000 beers. It's like, yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, you mm-hmm. did. But I love them because yeah. they do it, man. That's awesome. And it's anything. Like, we had uh, somebody just brought, randomly brought a Genesee. They'd been up to New York, and they brought some beer mm-hmm. back. And it was a Genesee. It was in a can. And it was um, it was a, it was a grapefruit, like, pale ale, maybe. Okay. Or, or okay. just an ale. No, it was a cream ale. Oh, it was a grapefruit, grapefruit what? cream ale. It was fantastic. Really, it was one of I couldn't believe grapefruit. how good it was. Oh, and even oh. like the guy, I mean, Robert quickly took a picture and checked it in. He's mm-hmm. like, "This is the highest rated beer they have." <laughs> grapefruit yeah. cream ale. The dairy, they uh, called it Ruby something for Ruby Red. Yeah. Huh. Dairy flavor. Old with cheap old Genesee. I mean, that's not. Uh-huh. That's a cheap beer. We had a, what yeah. I understand. Right. <laughs> we had a terrible grapefruit IP on Saturday, so. <laughs> yep. Tastes oh, like grapefruit with a splash of hops. It was booty. It was not a good blend. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah. This was really good. Really good. I drank cases of it. It's okay. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah, yeah and that, doesn't, that doesn't sound like something I, like if you put that on paper, I'd be like, that's not do that. Let's not do that. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure y'all, but I'm sure y'all both know. But I'd be like, nah. You'd be like, no, this is fine. And I'm like, nah. Is this in the little twelve ounce can? It's like, like mm-hmm. slam it. Done. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Lex and I were going to the British Virgin Islands this summer for a vacation, and I've never had a red stripe before. But heard you have to have it <laughs> down on the island, so I'll try and go. This is okay, but cool. <laughs> you're gonna love it. You're yeah, gonna, yeah. You're on vacation, man. I mean, yeah, what's not to like? Man? And I went through a red stripe. Period. You're on vacation cool with your wife. Bottles. The bottle's like a little bowling pin. Or yeah, yeah. I've never seen one. Never tasted one. I got no really? idea. Wow. Just, I've heard it's like the thing down for like Jamaica Islands. I yeah. So it's got to taste better than it did in Oklahoma when I first <laughs> had it. I don't yeah. know if it's still the same, but I, I think it was. There was no label, and they just had like a little strip across the top of the. Oh you know, no kidding! You know, it said red stripe. And then you just took the huh. off, and that was it. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'll take some pictures of those. Yeah, I have to. It may have changed, but. No, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so Draco's tail, delicious. Thanks, uh, man. Uh, I love it. I like yeah. the crisp. Yeah, it's uh, super it's clean. Old school, yep. like it's refreshing. It's old school. Great hot flavor. It's delicious. And it's pale ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> it's not even. Co- yeah. There's some. I don't know. Some playing around with the spectrum between IPA pale ale. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> That's, yeah. I get into that weird argument with porters and stouts. It's like, oh, here's a 7% porter. And I'm like, why is it a porter? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I, th- I think that's interesting because I would like to know, like, a consumer uh, perspective on that. 
Uh, well, there's a stout. <laughs> no, anyways, um, porter. So for me, if it's runny, it doesn't even matter if it's a stout. It's like a f- there will be five percent stouts, right? Uh-huh. But I can see the. Uh, I'm trying to think out a word. I can see the body. I don't know. You do this. Yeah. You do this, and it's like real runny. Like, yeah. Like mm, it's runny. Yeah. That to me is not a stout at all. Not even close to a stout. But it's advertising as a stout, and I taste it. I'm like, it's not a stout. I need body. <laughs> I need thickness. I need. Yeah. Powerful. Mm-hmm. And a porter, to me. I don't even think the runny thing is really a porter either. I don't know. I'm sorry to anybody that makes 5% stout. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yeah, watch out, Guinness. Coming for you. But to <laughs> me, a, a porter is like that with, it's just a little, it's a, you know, maybe a quarter less. Quarter yeah. less. It's less thick, less this, mm-hmm. less that. It's just a little bit. You just, when you get it, the body's not so heavy. You're like, well, this this is almost a stout. That's that's what I get with a porter. And Dirk will know a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, we just brewed a... Uh, a oh. coffee porter uh, on our system, and it was, oh man, <laughs> love homebrewing, but every time we've done it, something's gone cataclysmically wrong, and nothing I could have like, done to prevent it. Uh, so we did that, and I was shooting it for like a 6%, came out as 5%, so I'm still trying to figure out my efficiencies. Uh, so I call it a summer porter because it is super light, just a little bit of coffee, not too overpowering, but yeah, it's definitely a porter versus a stout with like, a little more of that bodiness to it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was so upset this last brew day. <laughs> I'm so happy you're home brewing though, man. Yeah, it, it's you just we, start home brewing. Yeah, so okay. I've been on and off again. Uh, my buddy back in 2018, we used to brew together until 2020-ish, and then he moved away. And so I was kind of like gypsy brewing with a friend or two, but it's always their recipe, their equipment. I'm just there to you know do grunt labor. Uh, but then this year, now that we got our house, we finally got our system set up, which has been. I'm again very. I love looking at data. So I'm buying all this stuff and connectors and hoses, and I'm just happier than can be. Uh, we've now done three beers: on a American IPA, a hazy IPA, and this coffee porter, and it's been great. I've learned something every single time. Every single time, something just, just scramble. Like okay, well, uh, like the last time, our we had a counter flow chiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we got a new <laughs> system, uh, so we tried that, and it blew up. Literally ruptured and blew up. And I was like okay, well, I've got this beer, and it's right now below uh, boiling. I gotta get it cold fast. And so I just ended up like quickly pouring it into an empty keg that I had, submerged the keg in a bigger full-size keg, had water flowing around it, so it's almost like a <laughs> like an immersion chiller, but with the whole entire, just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I do truly love it, as much as I he and haw about it it's great <laughs> sounds like you're experiencing what everybody experiences <laughs> but yeah that i can i can definitely relate to the whole like getting it into a you know a vessel and trying to cool it down mm-hmm. i remember hearing stories i don't maybe i did it i can't remember but you know taking um trying to cool it down by putting a carboy in the in the water and pouring the boiling water into the carboy <laughs> which yeah. caused it to blow up, blow up. <laughs> you know <laughs> you learn yeah <laughs> it's definitely labor of love but. But especially if you're home brewing like in this temperature oh, yeah. i mean we would have like a baby pool full mm-hmm. of ice with you know the coil sitting in there mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. pre-chilling like the water and then that would be, you know, they had a, had an immersion chiller going into the, the 12 or 15 gallon badge. And, uh, gotta love that. Yeah. You would just sit there just. Groundwater you're, 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 you're just yeah. adding ice because it's just melting off. Yeah. And the water coming off of it, like that, the water coming out, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just like boiling. It's like steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
That's all. I'm so glad you're doing it though, man. Mm-hmm. Whenever we opened, I met so many home brewers. I mean, it felt like a very regular occurrence. Like, oh, wow. try my homebrew, and then, mm-hmm. I mean, it it seems like it's a dying art right now. Or you know, right. I think all the all the guys that grew up like us homebrewing. Yeah, I mean, we've they had opened up small breweries somewhere. You know, yep. or there's enough jobs in the industry now that they yeah. become brewers working somewhere. Well, there's not enough people making it at home, and it's still yeah. you know a valiant. You don't hobby to have. You, know? you don't have to as much anymore because you actually we actually have good options everywhere. That's another. You know, it's kind of I guess a, the the devil advocate there. Like it's like oh I really want to make well well we got a division over here with twenty awesome beers over you know yeah you got yeah. two my that's and that's a mind blowing thing too because I started craft beer back in RAR I can't remember it was two thousand five or four mm-hmm. that was it there was no Martin House there was no nothing and. And then now, like, waking up in the morning, I'm like, well, I want to go drink beer. I can go anywhere. That's so weird. Yeah, I spoke back choice. At, you can go to Chili's back then. You couldn't get anything. Well, you still really can't <laughs> get a revolver, I guess. But no, you still yeah. can't. But anyways, now you can go to all these bars and stuff and get craft beer. We've got it. Concerts. It's not yeah. Cool. I mean, like, during COVID, homebrewing saw kind of a bit of a spike, but it quickly dropped down. I mean, the past, what, yeah. year or two, we've had a couple, like, three pretty big places in the Metroplex close. And it's like... And those were our homebrew supply shops, and what would we do now? That is right. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was a big one that closed. Mm-hmm. One Michael used to go to closed. Yep. He was upset about it. Yeah. I was like, man, that sucks. Yeah, the one I went to, homebrew headquarters in mm-hmm. Dallas closed. Yep. It sucks. Yeah. And, 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 and then one of them, I mean, he's still open, but he closed to homebrewers. Mm. Yeah. Because he's dealing with breweries. Stubby, yeah. Yeah. And he's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm glad to see him doing well. Oh, yeah. You know. Is that changed with, you know, market trends and totally makes yeah. sense. But it was a. All right, this is weird, right? Mm-hmm. But it's maybe like a little bit of a knuckle dragging old man mentality myself because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, like I'm not That's okay. online like talking with people. Uh-huh. But the local homebrew shop used to be like where you went to learn about beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That was always the best. I mean, you would go there to buy your ingredients, but then also like you would meet people. Yeah. You know, like a lot of my best friends that I have that work in this industry mm-hmm. I met at the homebrew shop and we all kind of like took the journey together or you know like you would go to the homebrew shop and they would be like hey uh, are you going anywhere you know do you have anywhere important to be right now and then it was like oh. hey, let's drink some beer together you know if you're oh, not wow. you know like and then it's that whole like tasting with friends talking with other people that are trying to work on this mm-hmm tasting other people's homebrew you know like it was a whole learning experience yeah. for me and i i i understand that like there's probably an outlet for people like that on the internet but mm-hmm. i i'm not that guy like you're not on tiktok every day you sure i <laughs> am but only for dancing, dancing. and not yeah Fortnite yeah, clips yeah uh, and so i miss having or mm-hmm. i mean i have i have the brewery now mm-hmm. i i more think like what's it like for a home brewer now without yeah. the local homebrew shop? Because that was like the yeah. hub of learning to brew and meeting other people. Or mm-hmm. you might be in there and meet, you know, like someone from Martin house that works there. And you'd be like, oh yeah. God, let's talk, man. What can I learn from, you know, like what, what, you know, can, anyways, mm-hmm. anyways, speak out of turn. A little. This is old man mm-hmm. talk, I guess. Be now, careful. You know. <laughs> Some people came over to Dirk's that were just completely uninterested. Mm-hmm. It was like, <laughs> it's like what you're saying. It was just like they were just completely like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because when I was like back out east and I used to them rock wall, uh, I 
I was the vice president of a homebrew club, by the way. A kind of big deal. Yeah. We had like <laughs> 15 members, but very big. Yeah. Uh, but when I moved over here, I was like, all right, what's the homebrew scene? Crickets. And I'm going, how do I even find it anymore? And all the links to try looking up were like dead sites. And I went to like, you know, uh, into the like local places. And like, it was just me in the store and the homeowner. And I go like, do you know of homebrew clubs? And he kind of gave me one or two things, which was great at start, but I'm like, Okay, well, those leads like Facebook pages where no one's posting in a while, or I just, I, I'll, you know, hello, anyone out there? Hello? It's, man, it's weird. Did you ever go out to the Blue Bonnet? I've not done that. I've always meant to. Uh, COVID delayed it one year, and then I was going to the next. But yeah, so there's Blue Bonnet, and there's a couple like the big, more festival things, but it just, I, I didn't be a fairly social person, but also kind of like a, I hate just, a small talking to random people I meet. So when I go to this big stuff, typically it's just, you know, Lex and I or us podcast friends and we just hang out, just talk with them, do their corner thing. But yeah, it's uh I finally got in touch with the horsemen of the hot apocalypse in Fort Worth area. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently yeah, you know, I didn't know this. That's a big group. They won like the best homebrew club in the nation like oh, two, wow. three days ago. Which I didn't know that. I was like, Oh shoot, okay. Uh, they, came, <laughs> they came out here about a month and a half ago and I mean they had mm-hmm. a really strong um, I mean, they were 40, 50 strong. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that was, a, that was a really good turnout, and it was really cool to see that. Dang. The other group I could think of, Foam Rangers, I don't know if they're still active. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, there used to be quite a few, but I would I would suggest the Blue Bonnet, checking those guys yeah. out, get in touch with those dudes. Um, I mean, if you're still looking for a oh, yeah. group, mm-hmm. a bigger club. They have those competitions all the time or whatever, yeah. Blue Bonnet. Mm-hmm. Yes, and... Stubby used to do that stuff, and I think I don't. I think that's all gone away. Right. That's sad. That it, that's it. Yeah, I forgot. But about there Stubby's. is. A, is it Brewhound? There's someone over in Fort Worth mm-hmm. still. So maybe. Yeah, that's where maybe I they'll pick heard it up. about them horse and apocalypse, and that's. I mean, it's so easy, honestly, just kind of sit on your butts. Especially nowadays, you can order everything online. Don't need to go out there. So the time or two, do make a voyage. Like I know, really, unless it's a few places, no longer really have as many like instant connections, like where I met Jason or any of my other friends, like people here with energy it's just he's me and the shopkeep i'm going like okay well i want to bother him that question i'm being stupid i'm sorry i'll just leave blah blah and it's that's weird but uh i do really enjoy it and i enjoy like kind of teaching friends about it and having everyone over and just making a whole even if it goes horribly wrong having people over having like, friends and family perfectly fine mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. yeah it's still fun mm-hmm. even if we do get shot fun. at by your like Cooler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shot a piece of plastic. Uh, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, did it spring yeah. a leak? And so yeah, that's what it was. Is uh, it scared the mess I've always, out of us. Again, so much of like, which I love is just like a lot of like you know rule of thumb. Like I've always done this. Why you do it? It works. And so what I'd always done is uh, ten minutes before boil ends. That's when I introduce whatever my cooling system is. So keep sterilized. Uh, apparently, with the counterflow chiller I was using, copper tubes in the middle, cheap plastic on the outside. It wasn't ready to have that hot of liquid in it for 10 minutes. So the second I turn on the cold water from the tap, it just it burst it because it was too much of diff, uh, temperature differential. And so I talked to them. They're like, all right, put it on there for 15 seconds and then start. Don't let it sit. And just it's again learning every single time. It's a whole new like. I thought I figured this out. And okay, well my whirlpool sucks and I sucked in a whole bunch of troop and uh, clogged this thing. Or I did this. And my pump failed. Okay, well I have two pumps. Let me double pump it and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. And on the professional level, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen much of it, but I've heard stories, and there's probably like internet content out there about it. But like the temperature differential, you know, like Uh I mean, you got 
tanks imploding and you know yeah. like yeah yeah well those things that uh i mean he one time they were they had some stuck valve thing and so one of the guys trying to free and he's actioning it back and forth uh and it was pointing straight up and fortunately he was looking away when he actioned it and so it unclogged and i mean there's ceilings that are probably <laughs> i'm terrible at height 30 40 feet high it blasts up so high it scraped the paint <laughs> off the ceiling so if he had been doing that like yeah <laughs> like face over it it's, yeah well, yeah <laughs> scary it was you like your scary. eyes yeah, yeah no i'm good <laughs> that might have blown your head yeah, and what's off. that old uh carol didn't want to wear safety glasses now she doesn't need to thing right uh-huh. from the old uh-huh. labs uh-huh. <laughs> exactly that uh-huh. <laughs> We have that sticker on our bathroom door. (laughs) (laughs) I wear the geekiest safety glasses here. Yep. But I wear them. Yes, sir. And you got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. There's no way I wouldn't. Mm. Mm -mm. Get your head blown off. Mm -mm. Nope. (laughs) Anyways, good for you, man. Carrying the torch of uh, home brewing, man. I miss those days, man. We yeah. wouldn't be here without homebrewing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get out there. And eventually, I do want to do all the competitions very, very casually. But the most important thing is getting feedback. Going like, hey, don't don't praise me. What do you think about this beer? And that's sometimes the hardest part. People give someone a beer and like, oh, this is fantastic. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, that's cool. You like that. But that's not feedback. Like, is it too astringent? Does it need more carbonation? Is it over-attenuated, under-attenuated? And it's really yeah. nice to get that feedback people who know beer yeah mm-hmm. if you want to open a brewery i know a place <laughs> they got new fire sprinklers uh-huh. it's all good <laughs> <laughs> just no we're not gonna anyways mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> do it to it brother yeah homes yeah i think yeah i had fun i had mm-hmm. fun doing it every time yeah i've only five six batches i think Yep, go up Funky Picnic, go no, mine. Was lap first thing I ever learned from Michael Harper himself was sanitize. Oh yeah, spray down everything. Everything. That's all I did for like an hour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave me a squirt gun and a rag, and he's like, "Get it done, son." <laughs> Glorified janitor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it was the best job ever, Harper. Thank you so much. I yeah. love you. <laughs> he's like, "You think that's bad? Wait till we open the brewery, and you can come get in there and." <laughs> clean that out it's like no nah. didn't he get stuck in a <laughs> he tank did. he did I'm glad you brought it up and it wasn't me I was, I was talking was. about that the other day it was like man I knew this guy that got yep. stuck in a tank no kidding I think the fireman had to like loop a, a rope around his ankles and jerk him back out you remember this 100% correctly <laughs> the fire department had to come get him out <laughs> so oh. terrible I did not know that. Yeah, why, yeah. Michael? Why? That's so funny. He did got, you not have a spray ball? He's committed <laughs> to the craft. Yeah. Got in there to clean it out. Got stuck. He's like yelling, "Help!" <laughs> Can you hear oh, me? He had to call him from his phone too. That's one of the greatest stories ever. Uh, and it's complete. It sounds like one of those urban legends, but it is completely true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every second of it. <laughs> I remember the text message. Hey, guess what I did today? I was like, I don't know. And he's like, I got stuck in the. <laughs> it's like what? Rescue. It's like what? Are you okay? He's like, Yeah, I'm fine. They had to come in and put a ladder down there so he could climb out. Wow. <laughs> this Legion smells spectacular. Oh, thanks, yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we've had a whole different spread of beers today. Some, uh, like, someone down to Weimar, Texas, which is, like, kind of between Austin and Houston, sort of. She went down there in Washington area. She picked up a whole bunch of various 
beers, that's what these two are from. They are uh, a family business and Whitestone Brewery. So she got those. Uh, yeah, the, the first one was a little too malty. I like that second one a little more. Uh, Happy Camper was we went out to Big Bend. Uh, we saw the second only craft beer they had. Okay, we'll grab that. Um, Here's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's the beers, the local beers are the better beers tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, this is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, man, good yeah, job, yeah. community. Yeah, this is fantastic. Legion always kills. Good. I mean, it's probably, I don't know, it's been a long time, a real long time since mm-hmm. I've had this beer. And uh, this is fantastic. Thanks oh. for bringing it. Yeah, of course. Roasty, <laughs> the roasty, chocolatey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not pulling punches. Mm-hmm. So many people pull punches. And I even, I mean, I'm probably guilty of some of it mm-hmm. kind of backing off the bitterness of profile just a bit to mm-hmm. look, kind of open it up to more consumers. But when I love it when I run across one that's like, fuck no. Yeah, full flavor. You know, it's kind of like... Send it. Kind of like a... Fuck. Hmm. Hmm. Man, I'm having a... I can't remember <laughs> the name. One of the names Was it of a the beer. brewery or beer style? No, it's one of my stouts. Oh. Um, let's see. Y'all have... Ben Stout, ben Pride of Angram. That's it, Ben Stout. Ben Stout? I mean, it, mm-hmm. it doesn't really, we don't pull punches, you know, we just mm-hmm. make that one in that, you know, it was a really hair on your chest, Northwestern yeah, yes. inspired hoppy stout, mm-hmm. you know. Thank you, Rogue, for being so roguish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had, that was one of the beers we had at our wedding was Ben Stout. It was that Clifton Cars? Uh, maybe one other one, but yeah, it's, Oh, I love Ben Stout. <laughs> and I have never, ever had it. Jason told me about Pumpkin High pumpkin years high. ago. So if it yeah. ever comes back, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> we got lucky. You did yeah. it for that one Halloween. <laughs> uh, who got this? Sh- oh, man. Somebody we were with got this. Uh, I think it was Blake. I was like, hey, don't turn around. There's something really scary behind you. And he was like, and he jumped through the clo- He got so scared. I don't remember who. I don't remember. What are you scared by? It was somebody dressed up as a monster right, oh. like, right over his shoulder. <laughs> I was like, don't turn around. You're going to jump. And oh, there was. Are you talking around. about here? Mm-hmm. There was that one night. Okay. We had that one, and there was this guy. Nobody knew who he was. That mm-hmm. might have And he just walked around with this, like, melted face mask. <laughs> that might have been And it. he was just doing. He was creeping people out like that. Yep. He wouldn't say anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got pumped. Yeah. <laughs> got what if he wasn't in a costume? Oh, yeah. <laughs> was a real monster. I could just blend in tonight. That was Carol. <laughs> Should have worn her safety glasses. Exactly. Mm. That's frightening. The Yeah, but that's when we had pumpkin hunt, and it was so good. Oh, Sorry. Jealous. It was very good. Mm. It's like, hey, I don't like pumpkin beers. This one's good. Mm. The, pump, the pumpkin season is very fleeting. I think it's why it doesn't get more attention now. Right. Yeah, we need to. People ask, and I just like. Uh, we need to make it. We need to make y'all come to our maybe pumpkin a frozen show. soul oh, asking yes. for a pumpkin <laughs> beer. It might happen. That's what we need to do. Make y'all come to that. Yeah, so we do a once a year pumpkin show where we'll go out and worst I get very excited for it because one of my favorite beers is St. Arnold's Pumpkinator. I absolutely adore that beer love it that's a good one uh so they told me like a couple years ago they did a pumpkin show where they went out and just bought all these crappy pumpkin beers and had them all one night of course your pally is blasted a pumpkin and so i was like okay so 
what I'll do is I'll start in like, you know, August, September. I start searching every shelf for anything that's pumpkin and I'll just grab it. And <laughs> we'll have like How it 20 is. different beers. And of course, you only have like a sip of each, but you're just still like, oh, by the very end. And uh, I think twice now we've, when we don't like a beer, we pour into a big old pitcher. And nope. twice now the pitcher has been better than individual beers combined. So it's <laughs> greater than the sum of its parts. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's like, King's Cup, man. Wow. It's brutal. It is like, it's like <laughs> five or six years running. Yeah. And it's terrible. And I, I hate it more than <laughs> I hate it more than anybody. Which makes me love it more than anyone. It was my <laughs> stupid idea. I was like, let's just go buy a bunch of pumpkin beers, do a pumpkin show. And then like halfway through, I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. Acid reflux. It's pumpkin spice everywhere. It's like, Last year, I bought some pumpkin seltzers, which is a whole yep. new level up. Yep. A, yeah, y'all should. You, well, things you. have changed over the years. We've mellowed a bit. <laughs> I remember, like in the early podcast oh, days, no. y'all were like doing like the sixty-four ounce growler growler hour. Yeah. No, uh, we're gonna yeah, let's do a velvet hammer in happen- one hour. That's happened twice. We need to do that with a. We need to do that with like Frankenfather or something. Because you said you wanted to be uh, initiated. Yeah, I do. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Set you up with an excuse to celebrate. Yep. Ooh. Oh my God. That put you in a coma. Yeah. yeah. You don't think you could do it? Those are those are. If I had to, I don't. I mean, I have to really think about it. But mm-hmm. that is still one of my favorite episodes of this podcast of all times. Is me and Rody doing that. <laughs> Both of us drinking entire growlers. I listened to that. And it was so funny because you become just Stupid. so incoherent towards the end. Because we're watching the Dallas Cowboys game in the background, and I just kept turning. Around. I was like. Matt Castle's doing so good. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and Rody can't. Rody gets slurry when he gets real drunk. You can't bear it. Like, hi, wow. I was like, Matt Castle, what are you doing? But then we, uh, I think, like a month later, we went back and did commentary on it, which made it even better because we were listening. So we listened to it together, and the faces that we were making at each other were just like, oh, why did this get out? Touch the throwdown. Like, yeah, Don't touch the throwdown. Well, we <laughs> the touchdown. We tell everybody, and Dirk was like, I want to do a 64 ounce. Mm-hmm. We should do it. Oh, God. I don't yep. know. I don't know if I could handle that. You see, I'm 30 now. I'm responsible. I don't know if I could make it through that. Are growlers yeah. a thing still? We talked. Yeah, we mm-hmm. brought that up like a mm-hmm. week ago. Yeah. Yep. They, I don't think they are. Not really. Like, everywhere we go, like, they have maybe one line on the very far right, but it's never used, and... The CO2 got shut off years ago, but no one's asked, so. <laughs> that is so cool. We, we still have a few hardcore customers that will come in that want it. And sometimes I'll acquiesce just because mm-hmm. I know who they are. And usually they're bringing in a growler that's clean. And they also buy mm-hmm. kegs occasionally, so it's like, it's cool. Yeah, sure. But for the most part, I mean, once you start legitimately canning, I don't right. know why. It's packaged so much better that uh, it's just the way to go. Yeah. So we try to turn it off you yeah. know mm-hmm. again we tell people we don't do it especially the whole beer to go whenever that passed I felt like that's really the death knell for growlers because previously it was a mess of you got to bring in hopefully it's clean and they don't trust you so they clean it anyways that's like, oh, fine and then they're filling it up into a full seal so you got like a little auction in the top like well i wasn't planning on having this in two or three days but now i got it it's gonna start spoiling real fast yeah and, oh, i hate it oh. yeah Every time I opened one, it was gone. That I, I never was like, I'm gonna let this sit for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the best thing that I got during COVID was a bag of beer from BJ's. 
It's my favorite thing ever. It went bad in like eight hours. <laughs> I want to hear more about this. Yeah. 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 yeah they, uh, what brought you to the bag of beer? <laughs> no. So, B, I, so we, BJ's was, uh, I, I had a lot of dealings with BJ's. I like BJ's. I did. And that we, sounds bad, we too. Would, we would go there. <laughs> BJ's, yes, it does. Uh, BJ's Brew House. That's what my wife calls me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Nope. Um, anyways, when pandemic hit, we would. So BJ's did this. Uh, they did BJ's Brew House. They did this awesome where you could go get uh, you get a meal and they would give you like six or seven to go meals for six bucks. So we were like, go there. You'd buy one big meal for 10, 15 bucks, like a meal cost. We'd get a buffalo chicken pizza. And then you could buy, I'd buy like 10 of these things for 60 bucks. And they were like, literally their salmon, their chicken or whatever. You just throw it in the microwave. It was like, this is awesome because they, you know, they were worried about, they were smart. They, they jumped on this stuff so fast. We were, it was like week, it was like day three into the pandemic. We're like, here's a business plan. Go. It was like, good Dang, Lord. That's cool. Fellas. Yeah. But my, so Caitlin went to pick up our meals and I was like, Hey, while you're there, grab me a six pack of their beer, which technically is sort of crap beer it's not owned mm-hmm. by ABM but whatever I was like grab me a six pack of their IPA oh, whatever and she goes up there to get it and they were like oh we're sold out of that but we have this <laughs> bag it's like the bag that you would put like tea in or something they were like what? we will give this to you at the cost and it was like more ounces so Caitlin's like hey they'll give me a hundred ounces to go and I was like okay that'll work (laughs) she shows I'll show y'all pictures after we're done but she comes back home she's like plop I was like what is this she's like it's a bag of beer so I opened it put a straw in it (laughs) oh so it's not like bagged wine that has like a it was a bag it was a a clear bag but it didn't have like a you have to cut it open nope you didn't have to cut it it had a lid on it I had to unscrew the lid and then just put a straw in there (laughs) and then I just and you drank it with the straw yep And then I, I, I put it Pink so it, it was that night, and then the next day, probably, it was probably twelve hours later, whatever, a little longer. Ooh. It was no, it was did oh, yeah. not even close. It's oh. like this does not taste like beer, but I'm gonna drink it. So new business plan for division, maybe. Just saying, <laughs> untapped markets. <laughs> bag <laughs> slap the bag of a beer. <laughs> I called it bag of beer forever. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. I'm, I probably wouldn't even be able to find it that fast, Ooh. but. All right, so <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but you have a hundred ounce bag of beer mm-hmm. that you're holding mm-hmm. with a straw in it, mm-hmm. like sitting on your <laughs> yeah. recliner, like yep. yeah. sitting yep. out of Are you like hugging it? <laughs> yeah. and put it on your chest <laughs> or <laughs> you like squeeze together? Yep. I couldn't squeeze it because it would, yeah. It would oh, yeah, it's going to pop, yeah. Yep. So I'm just sitting there. <laughs> I don't see how this go wrong. I'm down. Let's do it. Oh, set it down next to me. Just so forget the six. No, it'd be better. You should have put rollers over bags. Hundred ounce, some kind of cooler in your lap, and filled that with ice, and then you stick the bag of beer in that cooler that sits on your lap. There you go. It was, yeah, it was or like get a longer those, uh, straw. Is it a fishbowl drink? Ever push their straw in there? Next to you <laughs> and set the, set the, the cooler on the table. Bag of beer on the table. And then pull it close enough to where you can sip on it. That would work. Mm-hmm. It's still gonna o- it's still gonna oxidize overnight. Oh yeah. Hey, no, we we all I mean we all had to do what we had to do to get through COVID, right? Yep. yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> Serving beer out of hundred ounce bags with straws. You gotta do what you gotta do. Go darn it. <laughs> the, well, it's like I said, the, it was the lady was trying to be nice. She just had no clue what she was doing. Mm-hmm. She's like, here, have this. There we go. Wednesday. <laughs> oh, so it was April 2020. I'll find it here in just a second. That is phenomenal. We ate there way too much. It's a really good business practice. I like it. <laughs> it was. Like, it was a pretty, in my opinion. Yeah, so we'll do a gravel hour one time, and then we'll do a bag hour the next time. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I don't really want to drink beer. <laughs> first one to spill loses. <laughs> it's like you're playing a... Uh, what's the instrument? Uh, bagpipes. Bag yeah, you're playing a beer pipes over there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was it was crazy. BJ's, oh, no bag of beer. That's probably the worst thing I've ever drank beer out yeah, of. Yeah, that's a first for me. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> trying to think of anything else that I'd experienced that was worse than that. Uh, no, I mean I've had a few random beers where you definitely tell the lines weren't clean. Uh, oh, there was one beer that had the very distinct taste of like scorched rubber in it. I was like. Mm, this is tasty. Mm. <laughs> I love Yikes. this. I've had too many bad, bad ones. There she be. The bag of beer. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. That's a she exists. <laughs> Stand up its own weight. I think it was for like, I think it was for, made for like iced tea to go or something. Yeah. Sure. And they straight up were like, hey, we'll fill this full of beer for you. I said, <laughs> Happy Friday from the infamous Bag of Beer. Download the latest podcast to learn more. <laughs> yeah, I just took that white cap off and Caitlin had one of the twisty straws. Like, let's go. Is the next business model to go and buy like Chicken Express and get in their gallon of iced tea, pour an iced tea out and just come up with a plastic gallon? Can, can you put uh, yeah. something there? <laughs> Should have a date on here. 161. Gosh. 161 weeks ago. That's insane. Goodness. <laughs> yep, definitely an event that will not leave my mind. Mm-mm. Core memory. That's bag definitely of a <laughs> core memory. I mean, I Told like you. bagged wine or box oh, yeah. bagged wine. Mm-hmm. We we buy that regularly, and uh, but I don't know. Uh, I heard a fun name for box wine. Someone called like like tetrahedron wine because it's you know, four shapes, and it's like what the hell is it? Oh, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> I think I think like if if I had intention of drinking the bag with all of y'all in one night, it'd be fine. Yeah, mm, it was yeah. definitely it was definitely the day too where I was like, "Ooh, this tastes like iced tea." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unflavored iced tea. It was <laughs> god awful that second day. So yeah, <laughs> and a lot of the growlers were that way too. Like I said, it was a weird thing. That was a weird thing, and it, mm-hmm. it's weird that it passed. I mean, I had like, I'll say probably six months ago, we finally cleaned that cabinet out because I had like twelve or thirteen of those things. Yeah, just all. They take up so much space. And it's time to throw them away. I was like, I know. I kept being like, I wonder if this trend is dead. Just throwing them away. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, ju- I, I mean, canned beer tastes so much better to me, yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. as For sure as a brewer, and you know, having our own brewery, it gives us a little bit more control over the product that we, you know, like sell mm-hmm. to people. You know, yeah. so I mean. We'll fill a growler every once in a while, but Mm-mm. I will wow. uh, honestly. I'd really prefer people take can home beer. Yes, yeah. take a four. Packs. I know what it's gonna. You know, like if you want to drink one beer out of a growler, mm-hmm. the next time you go to, it's gonna drink slightly different. Oh, than yeah. what you had before. I will say, I still have my metal growler from you guys. That screw top oh, metal. I don't think y'all sold that. Oh, something, God. something went weird with that. But I remember I got one, and I was like, yeah. 
Yeah, those first ones, they sucked pretty bad. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. Yeah, they're the ones that had like the like little like the little thing that the yep. hinge that held yep. it on and those broke. Oh what? Oh. Yeah. And we've had some better ones but anyway. I kept I'm glad we're out of that game. I mm-hmm. just came across mine yesterday actually. I was oh, packing damn. some stuff and mm-hmm. Uh, came across it. Yeah. The metal one. Yeah. Yep. She was yeah. like, yeah. We're th- when we were throwing away, she was like, I was like, don't even try. <laughs> it's a relic. <laughs> Slap that hand. My children's children will enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> don't even do it. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Yeah. That thing is huge. It was my water bottle for quite a while because the mouth was so big. Mm, so. Mm-hmm. But that's so. Have you guys bought a growler anytime recently? When is the recently? No. The most recent one I would have bought would have been uh, 2019 from Legal Draft. Uh, so I got one in 2017 and went up to Colorado. Uh, one in 2019 I bought. Uh, 2021 I got a crowler, like a little, uh, like the kind of pop top type crowler. Uh, it's also Warhammer themed. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but not. I, uh, the only time I use my crowlers, I don't use my growlers anymore. But my crowlers are like for homebrew, I'll you know help 32 ounces or something. I got a uh, so I have a little picnic tap. I'll get a little like eight-inch like long hose, put it in there, and just let it go, and yeah. But otherwise, man, the last time I actually filled up a crowler was even longer than that. It's, yeah, but crowlers are cheaper. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Rody buy Rody gets crowlers all the time. Brings them to us. Yeah, boy, you buy the the can except for their gigantic. Yeah. yeah, except for their liters. Mm-hmm. Didn't we have some nicer ones done? Like John Purdy, like it's like a certain brand that had like a. I don't know. There was a few of them. Maybe they were just for employees. We yeah. Never sold yeah. Them. We bought Christmas present for the, the employees. Metal one with the oh, buttons nice. on it. It was a, a growler. It was a, a, a mirror growler that we had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we they're kick ass. Had nice. it engraved with some. Oh, they so are. That was a Christmas present. Black and yeah. silver. Mm-hmm. I think I remember. I think I remember seeing it, of course, but can't yeah. remember. Yeah. They That's had awesome. a button on there. I don't know. I and we've also had just cool stuff like. Oh, yeah, y'all's uh, the oh. tumblers y'all do. I got my father in law's girlfriend. Uh, it was like a black tumbler with the boogie van on it, and she loves it. She's like now added her own brewery stickers to it, and she takes it everywhere she goes. It's just so awesome. <laughs> no, that was, again, this is where a customer comes in and's got badass shit, and he loves you, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason. Because he loves you, I guess. He showers love on you. <laughs> and this is Robert Hensley's love. You know, wow, really damn. cool dude. He had an engraving company that he sold, and he had a whole bunch of, like, just extra stuff. Just laying around. And he still kept it. In, and he was like, I don't know if he had a non-compete. Or, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. He's like, dude, just send me your logo. I'll print stuff off, and I'll just give it to you. It's going to help you. And that's that's the kind of guy Robert Hensley is, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's an awesome dude. He's family his friends everybody that hangs out with him are very cool mm-hmm. and yeah it was great he gave those us are so cool he gave us literally cases of those <laughs> just laser yes eyes. yes and wow. we sold them all wow. i believe it yeah. now, you, now you just need to get into the stanley's <laughs> <laughs> all the all the uh soccer moms yeah my own soccer mom walking around <laughs> drinking out of the stanley double yep, i yep. keep i keep a flask yep stanley <laughs> flask man you got it yep. <laughs> 
Awesome. I also have the Stanley classic. flask. Yeah, it's classic, man. <laughs> the hammered finish. Nobody makes a, a better flask. Mm-hmm. I saw. I don't know. But Kalen's really into that all that that stuff. And I saw the funniest little thirty second video. It was the man that was like us with the tool belt on, like he's being really manly. And he walks over to turn the water on, and there's no water. And he's like looking around, freaking out, and then it just shows in the corner of the wife's got the Stanley, <laughs> Stanley thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, she drank all the water. <laughs> it was just like ridiculous. It's like, ah, dang you. Yeah, they showed a chick in the, the audience in some college yep. game here recently, and mm-hmm. she had the old binocular, fake binoculars, and they showed her like, Oh, with the drink. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Alexa and her sisters have always talked about getting like the the brawl that has it. It's like, oh, just have a little sip out of there. <laughs> yeah. I remember there were many games on A and M where you're sneaking stuff in your boots, and the non-metallic ones was the real kicker. <laughs> I've only snuck stuff into the Rangers games, liquor, but that's it. Mm-hmm. And I get ner- I got so nervous when I would do it too. I'm, th- I'm terrible at that. Just like mm-hmm. they're like. What you got there, and I'm just sweating. Sw- everything. Just, it's the middle of December, and I'm just sweating like Key and Pill. He's just pouring off sweat. Like, I have nothing. It's like, let's check it out. Opens the cranberry juice, starts sniffing. I'm like, he's like, it's clean. I was like, no, it's not. There's, there's four shots of vodka in that cranberry juice, bro. And then we go into the game. You know, so I funny. always feel like a psycho because, like, I've, I've gotten stopped twice for having a. a I'm not this kind of person, trust me. <laughs> I mean, I work in a brewery, uh-huh. and I carry, like, a basic, like, razor blade knife oh, in yeah. my pocket. Yeah. Yep. And I always, I mean, it's always there. And I have mm-hmm. forgotten twice going into a Rangers game. Oh. And I've gotten busted with a knife. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not crazy, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just here. It's in my pocket right now. Like, same thing happened to Lexa. Uh, I bought her years ago a very nice like, Leatherman multi tool. Oh, yeah. Nice one, yeah. And so she used it all the time. So she had to do uh, jury duty one day. So she went to work, left work early, and had like, or, you know, steel toe boots on, or jeans, everything. She goes to security and, like, Ma'am, what's in your pocket? And she's like, uh. And she pulled out and they're like, Ma'am, ma'am, you can't have it in here. You got it. And she's like, okay, well, I'm late, so I'll just, I'll leave it here. Someone didn't like steal it. And I was like, ah, so disappointing. But yeah, just as a brewery tool, you don't think about it. Just you have it always on you day in, day out. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> One time I left it in a, we went and found a potted plant. Because the first time I went all the way back to my car, mm-hmm. put it in the car, and I was like, God damn, I don't want to yeah. do it. Second time, I was like, what, again? Mm-hmm. So I just put it in a plant outside. Oh, and then yes. after the game, it was still out there. Hey. Like, yeah, right, nice. sure. yeah. I yeah. paid a, a parking lot attendant $20 to keep my knife mm-hmm. when I went up there nice. for jury duty. Because it was like, again, it was mm-hmm. like a really nice knife. I did not want to lose it. And right. I, I, can, I had Could ridden the bus. Yep. You know, they have a little takeoff oh, yes. bus. So you're like, I got From I Panther Island. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so thank you, and he didn't. He didn't take my money. Actually, what? you know, oh. I offered it to him if he had it. If he kept it, mm-hmm. and I went out when I, he's like, I, I don't want to take your money. He just gave me the knife. So, well, it's very nice. Oh, nice guy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, jury duty. <laughs> yes. Jury Apparently, duty. I found out there's. So I'm working in downtown now, but I found out that there's a. I was like, I need to go to the post office, and it's in the. There's a post office in the FBI over there. I did not know that. I like, oh, I'm going to go to the post office. And they're, like, strip searching me. I was like, oh, <laughs> what is happening? They're like, this is the FBI. And I was like, I need to go to the post office. He's like, well, you get searched here, then you can go over there. I was like, Jesus. So 
that was a terrible day. <laughs> it's like I did not expect that. Yeah, there was one time I was dropping off a Saul's intern at my dad's law firm this years ago. Uh, and you know, always back then, always you know, carried multi tools and stuff. At this point, I was just carrying a USB drive, and I had so many break. I got like a really nice reinforced USB drive, looks like a real nice metal casing. Go through security. This I didn't know where I was going, but I just walked through, and they're like, "Sir, you can't bring like weapons in here." And I was like, "It's a USB drive." And I went to go reach it, like, "No, no, sir, don't touch it." And I was like, "Okay." It opens by unhinging it, and they're like very careful, and like, oh, "Okay, there's no knife." All right, I'm not sure about you though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how I comb my hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they had a hard time. I had a, a portable knife sharpener that I keep in my bag. And uh, they didn't like it, and I was like, "What is this? What? <laughs> it's a knife sharpener, you know. It's a, you know, does it's a knife." <laughs> and they took my tac- they, they took my tactical pen though. Oh, I forgot it was in there, and like, they were like, "You can't take this." Oh man. <laughs> what is it? Remember the bad kids in the class that ruin it for everybody? Oh yes, all it takes is one prime example. Yeah, we're not crazy people. We're just people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what if I want six ounces yeah. of shampoo instead of five? Mm-hmm. We're not crazy people. People are just a little crazy. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Semantics. <laughs> mm. Yep. Nope. Mm. Well, uh, I think I'm going to... This has been a blast. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to wrap it up, but kind of... Yeah. Too. We're it rocking. always feels like you can just fly into the night with this... Oh, yeah. Get together. Forever. But, yeah. We're rocking about to, we're at two hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's Man, all right. Well, my metrics say it needs to be 35 seconds, so there we go. Yep. Got a, con- a lot of condensing to do. Made it. The, <laughs> the kids today, it's like, oh, yeah, you need to do more short stuff. It's like, yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> more TikTokies. Yeah, let's wrap this up, and then the four of us will do a dance and there you go. Yep. post it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Do the donkey <laughs> row. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. You have to demonstrate. <laughs> oh, do you know the donkey row? Uh, I'll show you after the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. oh, man. But no, thank you guys so much. Yeah. And, and thank y'all. It's been a fantastic, truly dream come true. So. Oh, yeah. This is your first guest podcast mm-hmm. ever, isn't it? Yes, sir. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These were very natural. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Put my feet on the table. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, uh, Dirk. Yes. <laughs> ah, try harder. <laughs> yep. And uh, Rody didn't get to come, and he's going to hate us. So mm-hmm. that's all right, buddy. Yeah. Sorry, Rody. We love you, Rody. <laughs> but Wade and Sean said they are hurting because you did not join the can club, like internally. I hope uh, you know that. Also, you're no longer allowed here. So just saying. Yeah. Excommunicated. <laughs> We could fix that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love you, man. Uh, have a good time on the river. He's floating the river right now. He, mm-hmm. he, don't, give a, he don't give a mess about any of us. He's in his little inner tube with his little umbrella drink. The cooler following behind. Yep. <laughs> He's good. <laughs> yep. He's got attached to his wrist so it doesn't get lost. Yep. yep. Just like, no, Sounds no. like a good time. <laughs> they, they go down to the Frio. I, I've never been, but they go down to the Frio, float that every year. He, oh, he, yeah, they love it. But, yeah, it's like scheduled, like. Yeah. Clear the air. It is river time. Like, all right, man, go. <laughs> so, anyways, but yeah, no, thank you guys again. Love you guys, of course. Yep. Hopefully, it's not the last time. I don't know why we would keep doing it. Yeah. Wish we could Absolutely. do. I wish we could do like a <laughs> weekly spot if, if it wasn't such a pain in the ass. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we just need to figure out ways to get together more often. But mm-hmm. just like swing Absolutely. by. Maybe like, when the new place opens, we can. 
do a podcast from the yeah. game room. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Rody would, yep, cry tears of happiness. Let's do it. Yeah, I know we could have a Sean and Lexa spotlight, and they'll go for five hours. Just oh, yeah. excitement that energy. was supposed to happen tonight, <laughs> by the way, but we'll make that happen. It's all right. I don't, I don't know that people want to hear us, like, geek out for two hours. <laughs> There's a niche for it. <laughs> yeah, we just put you on the niche section over there. Yeah. Our Patreon channel. Hold on, let me, edit, let me edit this down. Hi, how are you? Great. That's cool. And in scene. And scene. <laughs> it's like, wait, we recorded for four hours. Yeah. She's no, the that best, was, man. She's that, the best. One that, of my favorites. That was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we love Alexa. Yeah, Holmes. Wish we weren't so busy. Mm-hmm. Busy Working at a brewery and all yeah. that bullshit. <laughs> Doing science So much things. free time. So much. <laughs> no, she's like, here's my lab. And I was like, this is the most coolest thing I've yeah. ever seen. Science. <laughs> Never been in a lab before. Mm-hmm. She's like, extracts. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just blew my mind. Ah, yep. Nope testing bad batches like eh, that's yeah. awesome yeah <laughs> anyways yeah that's all i got <laughs> yeah love you guys Yay. thank, thank you for having us thank you <laughs> don't forget check out division brewing on facebook instagram mm-hmm. twitter you got yeah only fans only fans mm-hmm. <laughs> i will jump on that right now subscription <laughs> hundred dollar tier <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> uh, well, we'll let. <laughs> yeah, no step on snake. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs>